0: Welcome to the Day Don Tolbert Show I'm your host, Day Don Tolbert This is a special live edition of Keeping It Real Fridays Where we're going to be doing something a little differently than uh, you guys are used to hearing on on Friday nights uh, We really want to go to church tonight, you know what I'm saying? Tonight we want to uh, take a look at something that we've been talking about uh, off and on over the last couple of years And that's the issue of generational curses Uh, We are coming off of a few, I want to say a couple weeks ago, uh, a classic, all-time classic Between Brothers special, where we looked at uh, the book of Leviticus, or uh, yeah, the book of Leviticus in in regards to uh, blessings for obedience versus uh, punishment for sin, and, um, you know, I mean, I was just reading the Word. We're doing our, um, you know, our Bible challenge right now, our cover-to-cover Bible challenge, and you know, I found myself in Leviticus about a month or so ago, and it really was a blessing to me to, you know, to read what was said and just really get a look into God's mind, you know what I'm saying, as far as how he feels about certain issues and, um, and, and you know, what it takes to be blessed. And then, uh, but also looking at, you know, punishment and, you know, how our everyday lives are affected by the decisions that we make. And so we did a show on that tonight. I was going back through the Bible challenge. I'm still in the Bible challenge I'm in Deuteronomy right now and I actually just finished it. And uh so and I was just reading about it. you guys, you know, you know, read Deuteronomy, you already know that it goes it takes it a step further. It goes a little bit deeper. You know what I mean? It talks about blessings for o- obedience, but then ups it up a notch, not necessarily punishments for disobedience, but curses for disobedience which is which is which is crazy you know what i mean and uh, i couldn't actually i actually couldn't wait to do uh tonight's show for that very reason so we're going to talk about it straight from the bible you know what i mean straight from a biblical perspective look at um how our actions um affect you know our lives the lives of our children how many of our lives are affected by things that happened you know before us you know what i mean as far as our parents and Grandparents, And so just want to look at, you know, what the word says about it And talk a little bit about how to identify and even break generational curses So that's tonight's topic And, uh, you know, obviously we're going to talk about some other stuff as well Some stuff going on in the, uh, you know, in society Some stuff going on online or on Facebook uh, A little bit later in the show I want to take a look at some of these emotional availability pop quizzes So, uh, yeah, it should definitely be a good show. Courtney's with me tonight. Courtney, what's going on with you?
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: Uh, You know I'm doing well, Courtney. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for asking.
0: All right, cool. Um, In fact, guys, uh Courtney actually has, is responsible for for a couple of these emotional availability pop quizzes that you guys have re, been responding to so um you know and I definitely want to focus on uh you know a few of them and specific uh answers and responses that were given uh because there's you know there's a lot to learn from from these pop quizzes they definitely you know will help you see where you where you stand as well as um you know what what you may need to work on in regards to dating, you know relationships, healing you know the healing process, so uh, in fact court i mean when you when you come up with these situations, how much of this is is coming from straight from personal experience
1: a hundred percent like all of them practically um you know, i just I, I look back on past mistakes I've made, and really because um you know, I wanted to rush the process. And, um, so that's where it came from. I meaning and rest of the process of emotional availability. um, it's like I wanted love so bad, I mean, I still do, but at one point it was like real bad that I would just do stuff and get involved with people, and it just it didn't turn out well right so and and
0: you know when we do these, just you know take it you know as that, you know what I mean, look at it for what it is, which is like I said a learning experience, and it's either coming from. It's really great how we do it. You know, like Courtney just said, she, a lot of the responses she gives, a lot of the stories that you hear from her, the advice she gives, the counseling she gives, it comes from a lot of the mistakes that she's made just as a woman and uh, in regards to her relationships and dealings with men. Myself, same thing. It comes straight from the opposite. End of the spectrum, you know me being that a not you know a not so good guy, you know what I'm saying, putting women in certain situations that they should not have been put in, so you know it's just a matter of um get you know doing our best to uh to give back so that's what uh, that's what we're gonna do tonight, and I am excited courtney uh generational curses, you know what i mean like are you you excited to talk about that tonight
1: yes, i am i'm always always I want hey. to say something real quick. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. It's a little bit off topic but um I was just thinking about just the stuff that's in the news and um, you know, if we could just, you know, really say a prayer for what's going on in this world as far as I mean like on a global scale, as far as what's, you know, going to happen as far as the war and then even locally within your own cities. Um, I was just reading the newspaper, and this young girl was at a sleepover with her friends, you know, just playing around, having a good time, and, you know, she, like someone just like outside of her house just started shooting, and it like went in her house, and it, you know, it hit her, it struck her in the head, Hmm. and she was just having a good time, just, it was supposed to be like, you know, a sleepover, fun time, and it ended in tragedy, so, um yeah, that that hurt me. I didn't know her
0: personally, but it was just like, wow, it's crazy out here. It's uh, you know, I you know, like Courtney said, you know, say a prayer for the world, say a prayer for your families, your children. You know, uh, you know, we we're living in. The, I know it seems cliche, but you know, what the re, the reality is, we are living in the last days. We are, and I and we'll talk about that tonight. In fact, that we you know we're seeing a lot of things happen. On a scale that have never been seen before, you know it's like hurricanes are bigger than they've ever been, tornadoes are bigger than they've ever been, you know um, earthquakes, violence, wars, um, tragedies. Like we're just seeing stuff that's absolutely unprecedented. And and unfortunately, guys, I mean, I, you know we are, un- like, like what you see is a direct result of a lot of the mistakes and the sin. That came before us, you know, when we talk about curses like this, we're seeing a lot of this stuff, you know, as the Bible says, we will you know as the as the end draws near, and I, not you know not to scare anybody, but like I said, the word is is relevant, you know what I'm saying, and it's timeless and and it's applicable to what's going on in today's society, and so just keep that in mind, you know when you are living everyday lives, you know and and just understand what you're seeing around you um you know, we were talking about the other night. The whole Israel and uh, Palestine conflict, you know, and, and you really got to look at, you know, I would just encourage you guys, you know, I know a lot of people support the president, you know, a lot of people support, well, I mean, that's it, they support the president, you know what I mean, you know, unfortunately, as if he's somehow different or separated from the government. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, the government this, the government that, da 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 da, da. but I love Barack Obama. It's like, well, like, what do you mean? He, he, Obama represents the government, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the logistics of, of this war, of this conflict over there, but if not, you know, you guys got to understand, Israel is a very... You know, is is one of our closest allies. You know, we 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 finance them, we give them you know money, and we trade with them, and you know all types of things. I mean, they're one of our biggest you know allies and supporters, and and vice versa. And so, I mean, just understand if you if you you know research the 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 conflict and the reason for it and what's going on, like missiles going over there and you know innocent people being killed. You gotta understand that's us. You, you see, like, that's, that's, we are doing that Yeah, it's Israel, but it's also us You know, they're getting money from us to do that Obama supports this, our government supports this So if you're saying, okay, well, yeah, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that Or I want peace in the Middle East Well, you really got to look at, you know, as far as leadership Well, like, right, who who is supporting the war? You know what I mean? Who is financing the war? And that's us you know, and so when we look at, you know, terrorism and, you know, other things like that, just understand that, you know, people are being attacked. You know what I mean? So you're not only going to fight the people who are attacking you, but you're going to fight the people who are supporting the people attacking you. Does that make sense, Courtney?
1: Yeah, it does. Thing's a moneymaker. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, about. It, it's about money, it's about power, it's about imperialism. You know it's just about a lot of you know we're talking about a spiritual war here, you know what I mean you know we're talking about the one world government, the new world so we're talking about a lot of different stuff, so just just keep all that stuff in mind and as Courtney said, keep those people uh in in uh in prayer uh speaking of spiritual wars this this is crazy I wasn't even going to uh wasn't even planning on talking about this, but I just saw a trailer. Did you see this trail? I meant to post it on Facebook. I posted it after the show or maybe sometime, you know, during the show, but uh evidently on like the, the the Adult Swim network. I think it's, you know, which is either controlled or something by the the Cartoon Network, but there's a new uh the people who did the boondocks, they came out with some show or are coming out with a show called uh Black Jesus, which is, <laughs> yeah, is I mean What? It's, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I, that's what I said. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe I'm going to post it. it. It was ridiculous. You got, you know, some black guy. I know Charlie Murphy's in it. Um, you know, a couple other people. I forget who else is in it. Um, the, uh, John Witherspoon, you know, from Fridays and you know, the Wayans Brothers. You know, like he's in it. And there's, I don't know who the guy is, but there's basically a guy, you know, with basically – pretending to be Jesus, you know what I mean, with like this long wig on and like running around a robe, but he's cussing, he's drinking, he's just, I mean, it's like a total mockery of, of, of Jesus Christ, I mean, it was just amazing to see that, you know what I mean, and just to see that the the people um, have no reverence, you know, for the sovereignty of the name of, of God, you know the son of god, you know, Christianity as a whole. And you know, you guys got to understand, you don't see people which 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 almost is really a compliment to to a certain extent because um, you know, as we talk about generational curses and the reasons for these curses, you know, um, you know, you really got to look at you know, you don't see people making a mockery of Islam or Allah, Muhammad, uh, you know, Buddha you don't see that, you know, the, and, and there's a reason for that, you know what I'm saying? When you look at the powers that be, you look at, you know, who uh, controls the entertainment industry, you know, you really got to look at, like, well, you know, people are intimidated. People are sca- are scared. They're afraid. You know, people like to laugh to keep from being depressed, and, you know, and, and when you look at, like, wow, I see power in the name of Jesus Christ, when you don't subscribe to that, when you don't understand that, when you just are afraid to put your... You know your life in, in, in God's hands, and you know accept Him as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For whatever reason, maybe it's hurt, pain, whatever, ignorance. You know, you're, you that's where you get people making a mockery. That's where you get people trying to be just disrespectful. And um, you know that's what we have here. I mean, this is this is I'm gonna post it. I'm a post it. Google it though, if y'all in the meantime. But yeah, it's called Black Jesus. You ain't hear about that?
1: No, that's crazy.
0: It's crazy, it's crazy, man. It's really it's crazy out here, you know. In fact, I posted about that. I just saw this maybe an hour ago. But one of the things I posted what a couple of days ago on Facebook, and we're going to go deeper into this tonight in Deuteronomy. But this is from Deuteronomy uh, twenty eight forty five, and what, what I said about it was I said that it's become popular in and out of the entertainment industry to disrespect and make a mockery of God. I just, I said that, what was it, Friday? I said that like Wednesday. I said that according to his word, blasphemy is no laughing matter. And and here you can take a look at what it actually says, you know, and this is just a snippet. We're going to read the whole chapter tonight. My wife and daughter, they're out out tonight. They're going at something. So we we got all night, you know what I mean? We're chilling, you know are you? I mean, is that not exciting, Courtney? I ain't got You know, what I ain't got to worry about sleeping on the couch tonight. I ain't got to worry about hurrying <laughs> out. I ain't got to. You know, I'm not gonna be in the doghouse. I can be up as late as I want. You know what I'm saying? You, you'll learn about that when you when you uh, when you're found by your your man of God. But uh, no, hey, it is what it is, man. Yo, I'm, I'm no punk, but it's true what they say: a happy wife, a happy life. <laughs> Fellas, you will learn about that. If you think it's, you know, you can be tough as you want When you're out here dealing with these women But, you know, when you get married You become, <laughs> you know what I'm saying You become, you know what you become You know what I mean messing sure.
2: <laughs> Keep it real
0: Fridays But seriously, that, this is no laughing matter It says right here If you refuse to listen to the Lord your God And obey the commands and decrees that he has given you All these curses Will pursue and overtake you until you're destroyed. These horrors will serve as a sign and a warning among you and your descendants forever. Okay, and and you can, like I said, we're talking about generational curses tonight. But see, when you go, but you got to connect the dots. You got people out here, I and mean, that's why I tell y'all, you got to pray for people like Blue Ivy, like Northwest. Like, you know, when you have parents who are passionate about doing exactly what this scripture is talking about, it says, look, these curses, these kids will be cursed. These parents will be be cursed. It said the Lord will pursue you and eventually overtake you until you're destroyed. These horrors will serve as a sign and a warning amongst you and your descendants, meaning your children, your grandchildren, their grandchildren, forever. If you do not serve the Lord your God with joy and enthusiasm for the abundant benefits that you've received, instead, you'll serve your enemies who the Lord will send against you. And we could just for a minute, I mean, you hear, you look at so many people, you know, I, tell, I talk about all the time, you know, I log on to Facebook and I see people just complaining. You know, I mean, I'm talking about 6 o'clock in the morning 7 o'clock in the morning So you already know what kind of day they're going to have You start your day off complaining I mean, it, it, it don't get better after that, trust me You know, so you know. But the problem with it is it's saying right here With joy And enthusiasm Which, Courtney, you, if you're serving the Lord With joy and enthusiasm, is there any room For complaints?
1: No, it's not
0: Right, because if, if you're not If you're not Being thankful for what it says here Which is the abundant benefits that you've received A lot of people have been All all of us Anyone who's listening right now You know Has been blessed abundantly They've received abundant benefits As the word says It says so you got two choices You can either serve the Lord Right With joy and enthusiasm Or you're going to serve your enemies Who the Lord will send against you He's going to manufacture enemies specifically for you to serve. That's crazy. I mean, this isn't even the end of it. But can you imagine how crazy we? This is nothing. We haven't even started the chapter yet. Imagine this is just a little snippet. But you, I mean, is, how, how, is, is that not even scary to you? Serving your enemies?
1: Yeah, that is. That's creepy.
0: <laughs> That's scary. It says one more time. If you do not serve the Lord your God with joy and enthusiasm for the abundant benefits you've received, you will serve your enemies who the Lord will send against you. And this isn't for anything major. This isn't going crazy. This isn't out there wild enough. This is simply if you do not appreciate. We did a show on, on faith. We did a show on appreciation. We did a show on complaining. These are the things that everybody doesn't even look at as being serious. Man, I don't even know what else to say about it. I mean, if y'all don't get it by now. It says, it says, you will be left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in everything. The Lord will put an iron yoke on your neck, oppressing you harshly until he has destroyed you. See, a lot of people thought it was sweet. You know, a lot of people thought it was no big deal. Everybody, oh yeah, let's just serve God. They got shows out here calling called Black Jesus. These people think it's a joke. They won't be laughing when the Lord puts an iron yoke on their necks, oppressing them harshly until He's destroyed them. You think Charlie Murphy be laughing then, Courtney? No, probably crying. <laughs> Chris Rock throwing up 666 six, six signs Beyonce calling herself I am Jay Z calling himself Jehovah Kanye West calling himself Jesus. You know this entertainment industry Doing what, what it does You'll be left hungry thirsty and naked And lacking in everything These People are doing what they do for money and fame and riches But all that won't matter Because it says they'll be hungry thirsty and naked All those millions of dollars That Jay Z and Beyonce has It won't be worth anything when they'll be lacking That's crazy and, and, and ironic But So that's So that's that So think about that We had a very big um, Debate uh, Last night and, and tonight You know In the uh, friends group You know Something uh, I don't remember how it started I, Basically it was I was watching um, So I watching uh, uh, I was watching something I was watching uh, Kiki Kiki Shepard That ain't No not Kiki Shepard Kiki Palmer. Uh, Palmer. Oh, that's Apollo, Apollo, I'm tripping. You know what I mean? Uh, Kiki Palmer, who has the new talk show on BET, and uh, I was uh, I was watching it, and she's, she's these chicks are crazy. Like these these entertainers, they think they're so slick. That's why. I, and this is not anything I found on the internet. This is just me watching TV. I just paused it, did a little little snap. You know what I mean? Carter throwing up the double six 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 sign. So I was like, Wow, that's like Blaze, she's on the Wendy Williams show. I was like, Okay, I so like, that's that's how you roll? But I mean but it was not it's not a surprise. Like when I post stuff people will be like, Oh man, that, oh her too. What do you mean her too? It's not her too. It's everyone who is in a position of influence on a large scale, on an entertainment you know, network on television in commercials or in movies, uh, worth millions. I mean, this is I don't know what else people you know need to understand to get it. I mean, the price of of fame is selling your soul and subscribing to the satanic ideologies that the entertainment industry is based upon. Okay, you don't like somebody asked me a question last night. It was a it's a good question. He said, "So if your show takes off and you become, you know, heard all over, uh, you know what I'm saying, and, and this and that and, you know, you get millions of dollars." I said, well, I said, "Does that mean you've sold out?" I said, "Yes." Yes, that's exactly what it means. You know what I mean? Like if you see me on a different level than you see me now with millions of dollars in my pocket and, you know, faces on face on magazines and you know, uh, doing all this extra stuff. the 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 people that will put me there. They say, "Well, no. Nah, what about hard work and dedication? Yeah, you can. That's when you really get to a high level. When you get put in the hard work and dedication, you know, and you sell your soul. Oh, yeah. A lot of people who who are who have sold their soul who don't even put in the hard work and dedication. You know what I'm saying? That's what people don't get. It. Yeah, that's when you get to a superstar level. Like, you look at some people with no talent, but they've sold their soul, They, you know, they get to a certain level. But if you're somebody like Beyonce, you know, somebody like Michael Jackson, somebody like, you know, Prince or whoever who actually has talent and they've sold their soul, like LeBron James, that's when you get to meteoric status, right? People don't understand that. A lot of people are looking at uh, the news lately, if you follow it, uh... Uh, what is it? Well, we'll come back to uh, Kiki Shepard, though. I mean, Kiki Palmer, and um, B in her new talk show on BT. But I read that. Did you hear uh, Kevin Durant and his fiance uh, recently broke up?
1: Yeah, I heard about it, but I didn't really get into you know the whole story.
0: You know what? It's interesting because I actually did some research on it because I found that to be I found that to be interesting. Uh, one of the things that I found to be interesting was cause I had you know I, I know what he's into. And I'm not sure if you guys do also, but, um, you know, if, for me, those of you who don't know, he signed to Jay-Z's Rock Nation Sports Management Group. And, you know, we, I think by now we all know, you know, what Jay-Z represents, what he stands for. And, you know, he literally sold his soul uh, to the devil. I mean, but he had sold out prior to that anyway, when you look at his endorsements and, you know, a lot of other, you know, symbolism that he was, you know, partaking in prior to that. But now he just kind of, Cemented it You know When he signed with Jay-Z um, And it's interesting I did some research on her And that's what I would encourage you guys to do Do some research on her She's not a celebrity I know she plays basketball But she's not You know On that level She comes from a small town and I watched several interviews with her And I just got a sense of um, I don't know I got a, just a, a sense of peace about her um, You know She's definitely a Christian uh, Is You know Very close with her family uh was very uh is very passionate about Jesus Christ and not afraid to talk and speak about Jesus Christ and her love for Jesus Christ and you know what that means for her and even talks about how she was living in the world and she spoke about how you know the process for her giving her life to God and it was cool to listen to and then you know uh we guys look at what 's going on. The reason that she gave about breaking up with him was that she is you know, I guess basically he is not prepared and was not prepared to walk away from certain aspects of the entertainment industry, the sports industry. You know, and, and, you know, she's not saying it, but I think you guys by now know, you know, what it takes to get to that elite level. You know, it takes selling your soul. And she basically said, hey, look, I'm not willing to sell my soul. If you guys watch the interview, she she basically said everything – she just stopped short of saying that because you know there's certain things you just can't say. Um, you know what I'm saying about that when you know about that. But she said as much as she possibly could, basically saying, "Look, I had to go. I had to. We, it was for spiritual reasons. I mean, you guys do the math on that. You know, do the math. And this is, and again, this is someone. He he is someone who calls himself a Christian. And so don't be fooled by people who call themselves Christians, but subscribe to other things." that are not of God, you know what I'm saying? And she was basically saying, hey, look, I'm not willing to, you know what I'm saying, uh, continue with this when it's clear you've made a choice about what you want to represent, you know. And so, I, 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 you know, I salute her, you know, and I commend her for making that decision. How about that, Courtney?
1: Yeah, that's great. I have a lot of respect for her because I can't say that everyone would have walked away.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean this is I mean you guys gotta really look at it. I mean, this is someone that, we're not talking about you know a prenuptial agreement. they're not married. this is just something that's when you know it's genuine. like when you just walk away and you're not even worried about the the repercussions uh, you know and loss of financial or whatever, you because know, this is a superstar, it's the m v p of the league, but you know that's what you're willing to do when when you make that you know that decision. Um, I was uh, To live for Jesus Christ I was watching uh, And again we're going to get Like I said with this, All this is tied into The foundation For generational curses For curses As opposed to Punishment In Leviticus we talk And if you guys I swear man If y'all missed that show That probably was one of my Personal favorite shows Blessings for Obedience uh, And then Punishment For, for Disobedience But tonight, the Bible takes it a step further, and we're going to take it a step further and talk about the difference between just punishments and actual curses. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, off the chain right there. But I was watching, uh, so I was watching, I saw Kiki Palmer. I was watching, uh, what is that, R&B Divas LA. Many of you may remember our special from last season where we talked about, uh, um, uh, not Chrisette, Michelle, um, what is it, Miss Chalet? Uh, Kelly Price, uh, Claudette Ortiz. Uh, who else is on there? Courtney. Don Robinson. It. Dawn Don Robinson. Dawn yeah. Robinson. And uh, what's
1: her name? Shantay Moore.
0: Shantay Moore. Right. And and that was a really good show. I think I rebroadcasted it maybe like a month ago or something like that. Definitely check that out if you missed our in-depth analyzation of each of those characters this season. Chrisette Michelle is on there, and it, I don't know if you guys watched it. Did you did you, did you see it at all, Courtney?
1: Yeah, I watched both um, episodes because I think it's only two episodes in. So, I think yeah. we start.
0: Me and my wife started at the second episode. I think I missed the first episode. In fact, I know I did. But did you notice anything interesting from Chrisette Michelle in the first on the second episode?
1: Yeah, she threw the um, the six 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 up, and she did it like a double one too with both <laughs> hands. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Well, not really <laughs> crazy because you know we know what's up, but it was like. You know, it's so obvious. And it's funny because she's actually, like, the newcomer on the show, but she's, like, being pushed to the forefront as the star. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, it's kind right. of being more about her.
0: Right. And I mean, and there you go. That's why. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, everything that we say, you can see for yourself. Like, just watch it. And you would be like, wow, that's interesting. She's just talking and then blatantly just throws up this. Like, what does that mean? I was debating with somebody in the group the other day. He was going back and forth, saying different things. I said, "Well, look, you tell me then. You know what I mean? Like, well, what do you what you what do you think that means? Right? Okay, you say, okay, well, maybe it doesn't mean this and that. Okay, well, then what does it mean? If you're a celebrity and you just blatantly just like bam, you know what I'm saying? Just for no reason, throw up this symbol. You got to question. You're so like, well, wait a minute. What? Why would they do that? What? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? And that's when I tell people, like, all right, well, now take it a step further and do some research for yourself. Don't listen to me. Go research on your own like I did for myself. Hey, what are some satanic symbols? You know, what is the Illuminati? What is Illuminati symbolism? Well, how is that relevant in the entertainment industry? How do they represent? What kind of things should I look for? Once you know what to look for, you can't miss it. You know what I mean? You see it everywhere just like I do. It it becomes elementary. You know, at that point, so no need to debate. Just, just research. You know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, I found that to be interesting. And then there was some talk about sororities and, you know, fraternities and, you know, uh, being of God. And you know, I don't even want to get too deep into that. Although we can, if y'all want to call in, we can. You know what I'm saying? We can definitely do that. That's no six four six two zero 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 three six. We talk about any uh, issue. Many of you guys know I'm a Sigma. You know, I, I pledge the fraternity. You know, one of the things I'll say about it is this, okay? When you look at Greek life, you know, when you look at the origins of it, one of the things that I hear a lot of non-Greeks speaking about is, is, is what, first of all, I hear a lot of generalizations about fraternities and sororities. I hear a lot of that. I see a lot of that. It's like, well, fraternities do this. Fraternities believe in this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, here's the thing, you know, if you're not in something, you know what I'm saying. Then you're not ever really gonna know what actually goes on. You, 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 I mean, you're not going to. Be, and 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 so there's that. But then you're also, there's also the, the the perspective of you. You know, you have to understand that all fraternities and all sororities, like every single one, is founded upon different principles. And I'm not. Let me be clear. I'm not saying that everything that happens in my fraternity I agree with. I'm not saying that everything that happens in it is of God, okay? I'm not stupid. You guys know me. I'm, we're about to do a show straight from the Bible. I know what the Bible says about oaths and, and secrecy. I, I, I read the Bible myself. I get it all. But one of the things you have to understand is that, one, we every organization, whether it's a fraternal organization, whether it's a a, a corporation that you work at Whether it's a store you shop at Whether it's a church you go to Regardless what it is The Illuminati The the, the people who are striving to push us Towards a new world order you They can and will and do Make everything they can About them You know what I'm saying you're, They're going to put their symbolism Their ideologies in it as much as they can I've been at jobs where I've seen you know, all types of stuff that is of a satanic nature. But that doesn't stop a lot of y'all from getting that check every two weeks, does it? You see what I'm saying? So I'm not here to make excuses. I'm just here to say at this point, if you pledge a sorority, you pledge a fraternity, hey, it is what it is. You did it. You know what I'm saying? If you, if then, and, you know, I did it. Courtney did it. You know, a lot of people have done it. You know, but what I would say is at this point, focus on your relationship with God. Because I'm not here to examine Courtney's relationship with God. She's not here to examine mine. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we are going to be accountable for our actions. You see what I'm saying? That's, I mean, that's a fact. We just read what the Bible says. I know for a fact I'm good with God. I've made a lot of mistakes. People talking about a fraternity. Mean, I'm not even saying pledging a fraternity was a mistake. Don't get that twisted. You understand? Know I love my fraternity, to be honest with you. But what I'm saying is we've all made mistakes, and I don't make excuses for my mistakes, but at the same time, it's all about atoning for those mistakes and going forward, you know what I mean, and and educating the world on on evil, you know what I'm saying, And and, and spreading the word of God and saving souls, helping bring people to the church. Doing shows like this Participating online Spreading the scriptures Whatever You see what I'm saying Like that's What's I think we're having Some technical difficulties With Courtney's line For a second But we'll We'll come back to Courtney But you guys I hope you guys see my point With all this It's all It's all a matter of Focusing on um, Where you stand now We got Courtney back Courtney what's your thoughts On all this Greek life.
1: Well, right. What I'll say about that is, you know, there are a lot of inaccuracies. You know, I know there, you know, I've heard a lot of the accusations, but what I'll speak on is just for me personally, um, although there are some inaccuracies with what people were saying about it, what I will say and what I can relate to is just a um, form of idolatry. And like I said, I'm speaking from my experience. Because I made the sorority like God to me, and I shouldn't have. And so, as a result, I personally I had to step back. Um, but I will encourage people to just not make accusations about what they think is going on if they don't know and if they haven't experienced it.
0: Right, and and you can't do right. You see what I'm saying? You can't even do that because, like, that's like, like for me, I could I can speak about Sigma. I mean I don't do that cuz there's certain things that you know what I'm saying are are not supposed to be spoken about but what I'm saying is I can't speak about what goes on behind closed doors of of Kappa Alpha Psi I can speak on what I see but as far as the the the, the fundamentals of what they believe and what they were founded upon that's certain stuff that's not I I, w- I won't even know about it. so I know y'all don't know about it You see what I'm saying like you can't you know Phi Beta Sigma and Kappa Alpha Psi are two totally different organizations. So you can't say fraternities when we are totally opposite from them. You feel what I'm saying? Our international president is an an ordained minister. So I'm not even but that's neither here nor there. But I would just encourage everybody to, I mean, definitely do your research on whatever you want to research on, because I would never prevent anybody from educating themselves on anything. But just understand and prioritize. You know, that's the most important things. You know, prioritize you know, what are you doing to bring people to to Christ. That's all, that's really what it's about. Let's keep it moving though. And you guys like I said, we're here all night, man. This is keeping it real Fridays. We don't really have a uh you know, I mean what we do, we're gonna be talking about some specific things tonight, but you know, if you have questions or situations or anything you guys wanna chime in on, weigh in on, you know, definitely man, hit us up. We're here all night. I told you I don't have a, a curfew tonight. You know what I mean? The wife gave me the the, the you know, the uh the stay up all night past tonight, so it's all good. Um what else, man? What's going on with this uh Facebook, Courtney? You know, Facebook, this I'm so game. What what is this? What is the meaning I'm so Philly? I'm so Chicago. I'm so you know what I mean? Like what is going on with this, Courtney? Are you familiar with this Facebook phenomenon?
1: Yeah, actually, believe it or not, I actually enjoy reading some of them, but it has it's gotten a little out of control because it's a little bit too much, and so I, I see what you're saying because I thought you said um, on Facebook you were sick of seeing it because it, it was overkill. It was. Oh, <clears throat>
0: here's the thing. Here's the thing with me. You know, with me, I mean, I'm not you know I, I don't really care but my thing is this you know like if you do what you do my, i mean i have, I have no problem doing certain things i like to have fun just as much as the next guy and i agree i have read some of them it's like okay yeah you're so, like certain people will post things like from my city and you know i'm like okay yeah i remember that too and i can see and i'm sure i could even come up with some things uh that you know would be relevant or you know would be entertaining or, or you know or whatever and so I have no problem with with that per per se. My issue with it, and I think you guys may know where I'm going with this, it's like, okay, <laughs> you know, you you have time to do that, you know, to sit down and to post on Facebook, and you know, you have you know you have uh, these these insightful things and these funny things and these memorable things, but it's like. But, I mean, when, where, where are you at in the Bible challenge, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, what – I mean, you, you'll share that, but you won't share a testimony, you know? You, you won't share a scripture. You won't share an inspirational message that you know will be a blessing to somebody. You'll make somebody laugh, but you won't try to save their soul. I mean, and I'm not – hey, but like 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 Kermit the Frog says, but that ain't none of my business, though,
2: right? <laughs> but <laughs> –
0: I'm just saying, though, like that's because I'm not here to judge, but I'm just saying I got to see this stuff. So I can't see it without thinking like, wow, you're a Christian, but I ain't seen not one scripture. I ain't seen not one testimony about what God's done for you. But you're so Philly. You know, I mean, switch it up. I'm so Christian that I have no problem posting about Jesus Christ in my timeline. Like maybe post that just for the heck. of People, I mean, and it's not even that. Because it's deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? It's deeper than that. really is I'm so worldly that I'm afraid. Actually, I think I am going to post that. I'm so worldly that I'm afraid to post about my love for Jesus Christ. I want to go to heaven. I want to be blessed, and I want love, and I want X, Y, and Z from God. But I'm so worldly. I'm so concerned with my Facebook friends and their opinions that I'm neglecting the opinion of Jesus Christ. I mean, because that isn't. I mean, that's really what's being said, isn't it, Courtney?
1: Yeah, because I, I used to be scared to talk about Jesus Christ. Why? Um, Why? If I said that before because um I just wanted to fit in and you know sit and do and say what everybody else was doing and saying um, just to say I had Facebook friends even if they weren't friends in real life. It was just the inclusion aspects of it. And I felt like talking about Jesus would make me uncool because that's not what they were doing.
0: I ain't seen somebody, I ain't seen a scripture, I ain't seen nothing from nobody about anything, but they want to talk about a fraternity and a sorority that they ain't even a part of, but they don't even do anything to uplift the name of Jesus Christ. They ain't tried, not even tried to save not one soul. I'm not like I said that ain't none of my business. But don't come at me, you know, for anything. If you are <clears throat> you playing the the uh, what's that other stupid thing that was going on before this the uh, the collage or whatever? What was the collage? I don't
1: know what you're talking about. I don't know. You know,
0: it was called that stupid the, the selfie thing. The uh, you know people posting all selfie the selfies. Challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, you know, it's all foolishness. Like I said, and I have no problem with fun, but make it be a, let it be a balance. You know, you're so this, but okay, that's cool, but where's your scripture? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that's all I'm saying. You know, because and again, and and if you don't want and here's the thing, if you don't want to do that, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like that's cool with me cuz I'm gonna do what I do and I'm gonna continue doing cuz I know I'm blessed regardless. But my thing is don't wonder because we're going to talk. I can't wait. Let me just get into this Bible. Because I can't wait any longer. You're going to see what happens. You're going to see the punishments or and the curses that happen when you don't serve God with joy and enthusiasm. You got joy about the I'm so Philly game or whatever. I'm so this. I'm so that. You have enthusiasm for that. You know. But where's the? What about the benefits you have received? You see what I'm saying? Are you serving God or are you serving your enemies who the Lord sends against you? A lot of people out here have been left hungry, thirsty, and naked and lacking, but they still got time for the I'm so game. You see, and they wonder why they're not being blessed. You got time for that, but you ain't got time to uplift anything. No, y'all get it. And again, I'm not, I'm not, I'll be that voice of reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, Cuz I don't I'm not worried about inclusion on Facebook. I'm not worried about ratings, I'm not worried about any of that stuff. You know, and you you can't be when you get to a certain level. You know, you guys think it wasn't hard for I don't even remember her name, the chick to walk away from Kevin Durant. I'm sure it was. I'm sure that was hard for her. I'm sure it was a hard decision. But when you look at what's truly important, you know, then you you know what I'm saying, and thats that's what you that's what you do. At the end of the day, you got to make those tough decisions. Courtney, like she said, there was a time when she was afraid to post. There was a time when she made the sorority her idol. People, I've heard people say all types of stupid stuff. Oh, I heard they worship a, a, a you know another. They take oaths to another god. I'm like, what? How do you know who? What, like, what are you talking about? I never took another oath to to worship another god or anything crazy like that. Like, people just say stupid stuff, you know, and don't believe everything you see on YouTube either. You know what what I mean? Like, really, like, if you want to know about a fraternity or sorority, talk to someone in an actual fraternity or sorority, not someone who's renounced or, you know, their, their whole membership or anything of that nature. I'm talking about someone who's actually in it. Talk to them. You know, and is proud to be in it. That's what it is. Because you don't ever really hear Greeks talking about, you know, what i mean, you know, what I'm saying Greek life. It's always non-Greeks criticizing something that they never did. And we've done a few specials on Greek life over the last uh, several years on the show. You can Google them and hear, you know, some of those shows because they were they were definitely very informative. We may need to do another one just to open up. Because see, I like controversy. You know, I don't have a problem. We can talk about the uncomfortable issues, the controversial issues. We can do that. You know what I mean? But and, you know, and we don't have to always agree. There's sometimes we just have to agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it is what it is. That's the great thing about um you know, really about this show and just or about, you know, everything, about life. All right, let's let's keep it moving though. Let's let's get into You feel like getting into the word, Courtney? Is that cool with you?
1: My Bible's already open, yep. Uh-oh.
0: What kind of Bible do you
1: got? <laughs> I got the NIV uh, version, but, yeah, it's all—it's already open.
0: Well, you read the NIV. I like the New Living Translation, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's <clears throat> good, too.
0: I popped that right open, and, you know what I'm saying? It's like everything is so clear. It's just amazing. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you get one of those, you'll fly right through it. Fly right through it, man But look, let's talk about So like I said, we're, t- we're talking about generational curses Talking about curses for, for um, <clears throat> disobedience But first, let's talk about the good stuff Let's talk about the blessings And I, as I was reading, I'm like Because, you know, if you guys read Deuteronomy You know that it's basically like a uh, You know, it's a summarization of, of uh, going back to Exodus you know, it basically recaps, it's Moses recapping pretty much everything that happened along their journey, which is really just amazing to read, you know what I mean, in, in, a, in a chapter, everything that happened over the course of several chapters, which is really great. And uh, it just kind of summarizes everything. And um, so I'm reading it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, a lot of stuff like, I already read, and it was just a good refresher. But then when you get to the end of Deuteronomy, I'm thinking that's just what it was, because I'm like, oh, okay, blessings for obedience, you know, uh, punishment for disobedience. I'm thinking it's going to be like the same thing. So as I'm reading, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, blessings for obedience. And I'm reading the blessings. I'm like, wait a minute. This is different. This isn't this is the same thing. And then I'm, I'm reading it, and I'm like, because y'all know how sometimes stuff kind of gets jumbled together depending on the time of the day that you're reading or, you know, whatever else. I'm keeping it real, you know what I mean, keeping it real fast. So I had to really focus and go back a couple of times. I'm like, wait a minute, am I reading the Santa? Or I'm like, it seems different. I'm reading, I'm like, wait a minute, the blessings were a little bit different. I'm, gonna talk about, I'm like, but wait a minute, this isn't even, so I had to go all the way back to Leviticus uh, 28. I'm like, wait a minute, this is, this is not even talking about punishments anymore. These are curses. And it's deeper. It's more of them. It's more harsh. It's more like it's more scary. It's it's more amazing. I'm just like wow. Did you notice the difference when you did you have to go back and read it again?
1: No, I hadn't.
0: You you hadn't noticed the difference, or you hadn't didn't have to go back.
1: No, I'm saying I hadn't noticed a difference because I'm just now getting to the point where I'm you know meditating on it before I was just trying to fly through it, so that's why I didn't know so yeah
0: no, and that's real no and that's it's,
1: it's keeping a real Friday eh?
0: <laughs> yeah no, I respect that that's what I mean, because keep it i mean sometimes that's what we do, like you just want to say, okay, i read the Bible to read you know to have read the Bible, but you know it's not about that. I've been in Deuteronomy for a minute, you know for a minute because and when you that's how you know. <clears throat> when you're really getting the word, when you when you when you stay there, when you will read for two hours, but really only get through maybe a couple chapters, you know, and I mean, it's it's amazing because there's so there's so much that you can just focus on and meditate on, and you know, shout out to Erin but her meditations, you know, but so I say I have to say, really read it and then go back to Leviticus, read Leviticus, and then you know, really look at the differences. That we're about to talk about Cause, And then even go back and listen to the show If you missed If you're listening tonight But you missed the show from a couple of weeks ago On blessings for obedience Punishment for uh, disobedience You know what I'm saying Definitely listen to that show Because I cannot stress enough how important that was uh, But tonight We're taking it to the whole level of curses Which is which is crazy Let's look at So Deuteronomy 28 <clears throat> says, says, uh, you know, blessings for obedience Let's t- talk about what, what you will receive If you obey fully, or excuse me, fully obey the Lord your God And carefully keep all his commands that I am giving you today The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world Which is a blessing in and of itself Somebody says, you know, you know how say, well, you're, you're no better than so and so Well, no, you, actually you are you know what I mean? Like people, it's not about being arrogant. It's not about being, like, oh, you, you know, better than me. No, 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 actually I am. You know, that's no disrespect, you know what I mean? But we are actually a chosen people. You know, it says if you fully obey the Lord, your God, and you keep his commands that he's given you, it says right here, he will set you high above the other nations. And nations is like a, um, you know, it's like a figurative uh, term in this. Not necessarily other actual nations, but just people who follow, who live a different type of way. You know what I'm saying? People who, who walk a different type of way, who talk a different type of way, whose ideologies are different. You know, they're into the world. I'm just saying, y'all may disagree with that. Some people may look at that. I, 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 I'm bold with it. I go by what the word says. If you fully obey the Lord, then you are better than people who don't obey the Lord. I mean, that's, that is what it is. If if I say 2 plus 2 equals 4, and Courtney says 2 plus 2 equals 7, well, I mean, that way of thinking is beneath me. That's not correct. It's, there's a right or a wrong. And I think we we live in a society where people are afraid to differentiate right from wrong because they're afraid of being called judgmental. I'm not afraid of being called judgmental because the word is not judgmental. The word is the word. Right? I mean, it says right here, the Lord will set you high Above these other nations of the world, you will experience these blessings if you obey the Lord. Is it wrong to view yourself if you feel if you're favored and you're blessed? Is it wrong for you to hold your head up high and and, you know walk with a little bit of extra swag? No, not at all. That's what we're supposed to do. We're we're not supposed to be all timid. And, and I'm not saying you can't be humble, but you don't have to walk with your head down and act like whatever. You can actually, you know what I mean? Get a little. My, my mom used to tell me, she said, "Get that bop out of your walk." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get, you know what I mean? <laughs> Put them pants up, do that. Get that bop. Out. You know, she said, "You better take that back to wherever you got it from." You know. And so, hey, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. But it says you will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord. You will be blessed. You won't get dogged out, you won't be a hoe, you won't have to have a a broken heart, you won't be poor, and this ain't no prosperity preaching, but you won't be poor, you won't be destitute, you know uh whatever it says right here in, in verse three, your towns and your fields will be blessed, you know what I mean that's that's a blessing right there, you, you know what I'm saying Your bank account will be blessed, your children and your crops. Will be blessed We're going to talk about the opposite of that a little bit later on When we talk about generational curses But it tells this is the generational blessing Everybody wants to talk about generational curses But they don't talk about generational blessings How do you want your kids to do well? You want your grandkids to do well But, you know what I'm saying? Are you keeping all his commands? Are you fully obeying the Lord? If you do, your kids will be blessed How's that for a generational blessing? How come people don't talk about those, Gordon?
1: They sure don't. (laughs) don't.
0: I ain't never heard that before. I ain't never heard of a generational blessing, but I heard a lot about generational curses. The reason for that is because people aren't worried about their kids in that regard. How many moms you see on Facebook acting like hoes? You know what I mean? I'm just saying. And then wondering why their kids aren't being blessed. Wonder why they're not being blessed. And dads out here, not just, you know what I'm saying? Just parents not being concerned with, with, you know, their their kids' future, all right? Another generational blessing right here, it says, the offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed, all right? Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. You have food to eat. You won't be poor. And bottom line is, wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. I mean, I think that pretty much sums it up at all. Of uh, sums everything up that we need to worry about. You're gonna be blessed no matter what you do, wherever you go. You will be blessed. I mean, is that is there anything that is more comforting than that?
1: No, not at all. I wanted to say I was my oh, real quick. My version says that. um, and you will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. I love that.
0: Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, so it's, it's very comforting. It, it should give you peace. And it's not hard to attain. You know, it basically just says if you fully obey the Lord and, keep, and carefully keep all his commands, you know, the Lord, your God will set you high above nations of the world and you'll experience these blessings. Alright, I can't but wait till we get to the curses though. Because it's just as as sure as you will have those blessings for following his word. The opposite is in effect, if you do not. Alright. It says here, the Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. That's that's crazy. They're gonna you know what I mean? So whether that's your boss you know whether that's your, you know your baby's father, whoever it is, you know, they, you know whatever is meant for you to harm you will not prosper. Okay, the Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do, and will and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land that He's given you. You know, I mean, whether it's that house you want, you know townhouse, apartment, whatever it is that you want to do as far as your living arrangements, it will be blessed. You guys got to realize in, in today's society with everything bad that happens and tragedies and poverty and just situations, you know, you, you got to rely on God's blessings. You know what I mean? Like you really do have to. I mean, like whether it's love, relationships, there are more liars, dogs, cheaters, and players out here with these men than anybody. These guys out here are bastards. Like, just straight bastards. Trust me on that. Like, most men are complete bastards. If you want love, trust and believe. The only way you're going to ever have true love is to do what these scriptures are saying. Otherwise, you will end up with a bastard. I promise you that. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way around that. You try to date. You want to go on Match.com. You want to meet somebody on Christian Mingle thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a man of God on Christian Mingle. Okay, you can try that if you want to but you're going to end up single and a single mom unless you do things the right way. I tell y'all that from an emotional availability standpoint. If you're not emo- if you're that's why I do these quizzes. If you find yourself, you know, not really giving the best answer with these pop quizzes, you know, you might want to reach out for some private counseling because you know, it may seem nice up front, but you know, at the end of the day, things do crumble when it's not done the proper way. But here it says here If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord and they will stand in awe of you. Alright? That's the thing about it. They will stand in awe of you. You know, people, you ever see people they just look at you a certain type of way? When, that's why you ever get people that 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 hate on you for no reason. You ever get fired from a job for no reason. These are all these, these are the reasons right here. It says the nations of the world. Again, when he, when he speaks about nations, it's mainly other people with other beliefs, other ways of living that are not for God. It says that the worldly people. Will see, will look at you, and they'll see God. They'll, it says you. They will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. Well, what do they do? What do you do when you see a a, a pretty girl in the, in the mall? You you stand in awe of her, and then you hate on her. Not not y'all listening, but those other people. I know y'all don't do that. I'm talking about the other people. Y'all, y'all, a lot of y'all hate. You know what I'm saying she don't need to have that on. Look at her shoes. Y'all, I seen women looking. <laughs> look at my wife up and down, man, look at her toes, look at her hair, look at her outfit, look back at me, then look back at her. I'm like, yo, what what are y'all looking at, man? (laughs) My homie was like, his wife be tripping. I want to leave him anonymous. He was like, yo, man, my wife, yo, I can't win. He said, yo, I can't even look. I got to walk straight. He said, if I even look, he said, my wife will find a pretty girl, look at her, and then stare at me to see, make sure I don't look at her. I'm like, man, <laughs> Courtney, you ever do that? You ever be with somebody and you look at you look at the girl and then look at the guy to see if he's gonna look at her because you think she's pretty?
1: I yeah, I've done that in the past.
0: Mm. So you just wanted to see if he was gonna look? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ladies, I'm telling you, if you have to do that, then he's he's looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's not an issue. He's definitely gonna look. And you just don't want to be that that woman, you know. What I mean, it's nothing wrong with looking. I will look, I will look. You know, what I'm saying Ain't nothing wrong with looking. My my wife will look. Shoot, she'll look at somebody. I will look at. I mean, hey, oh, that's it. You well, know, she's a pretty girl. She'll, you know, or whatever. You know, see, you guys got to be comfortable with yourselves. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Like when you're, I always used to say when you're walking with Halle Berry, you don't really have a problem. You know, when, when I don't know, I'm just throwing somebody out there. Megan Good walks by. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know what you represent. That's why you got to be confident with yourself. But if you're precious, well, I mean, you see what I'm saying? You don't want to You do not want to do that. You feel what I'm saying? Stop laughing, Courtney. That was funny. Why are you laughing? You
1: say stuff why you? that's funny and then try to act like what she just said wasn't funny. That was hilarious. He said, what if you're
0: precious? (sighs) I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. You got to, you got to, and and this is, that's no disrespect to her, you know, but, you know, we all know that fitness is sexy. You got to take care of yourself because obesity is not sexy, you know, and that's, and and I'm not, I'm talking about male or female. You got to be sexy. When I say sexy, you got to be healthy. That's what it's really all about. You can't be sexy and be not healthy. Let me, let me, let me move on because I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna and get in trouble tonight, man. But it is keeping it real, Fridays. People say, "Oh, no, it doesn't." I man, no, 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 it, it does matter. You know, we as a race are a very unhealthy race. Diabetes, strokes, cancer, heart attacks. You know, these are things that plague us as a as a as a culture. You know more so than other races. You know, I know I see a lot of women out here. They 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 look in the mirror. They they you know look at their face, look at their hair, make sure their makeup is did. And what do they do? We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Courtney. Pull out that full length mirror. What do they do? They turn around to make sure that booty is looking right, looking right in them jeans. Like, well, but but they're not focusing on, on the belly. Yeah, the booty pokes <laughs> out, but but does the belly poke out too? That's <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's what you need to worry about. Trust me, and I'm going to be real, and I'm going to keep it moving, generational curses, but I'm just going to be honest with you. We were talking about this last week and down in D.C. for the Centennial Celebration, right? Listen, this is coming from the mouth straight from men. So your boobs don't matter, the booty does not matter if everything else is not the way it needs to be. So I'm just saying, the only reason I'm saying that is because a lot of women think that when they put that, you know, the cleavage out, when they put something on the show off their butt, they think it's going to take away attention from, you know, other things that they may not be as secure about. Don't hide it. Just get it right. That's all.
1: That's it.
0: Is that okay, Courtney? Is that fair?
1: Yes. It is fair. All right.
0: Just saying. You know, because y'all know me. I keep it real. I'm not afraid of the ladies, man. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be Steve Harvey. I don't need a talk show on 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 you know daytime television and every. I, I'm acting like I'm adjusting my my glasses or something. You see me throwing up? something nah, you, you ain't got to worry about that for me, man. I'm cool on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm good right where I'm at. You know, so let's look at what else is going on here in Deuteronomy. Who would have thought that Deuteronomy was is is detailed and as crazy as it is, man, just off the hook. Um, but, yeah, so and and we, we're we just on obedience right now, okay? It says, the Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything that you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land that he's giving you, all right? Um, moving down a little bit, it says, people will stand in awe of you. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work that you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. That's crazy. So we it talked about having, having the houses that you wanted, the food that you wanted, everything that you wanted, but never having to borrow. Imagine driving the car, your dream car, but never having to borrow for it. Imagine going to school where you wanted to go to school, but not having any student loans. That's basically the translation of all of this. You know, and even if you do have to have them, it won't even, you know you see what I'm saying, it won't even matter. Nothing will even matter because you'll be blessed. It says that if you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today And you carefully obey them The Lord will make you the head and not the tail And you will always be on top and never at the bottom You must not turn away from any of the commands that I'm giving you today Nor follow after other gods or worship them I'm going to be honest with you And this is just a testimony You guys can take it how you want you know, I'm not an arrogant person. I'm just a blessed person. And I can say with 100% certainty, when I look back over the course of my life, I have always, I shouldn't say always, but I can speak on now. Actually, I really, I can't even say it. Not always. I really always have been on the top. I've never been at the bottom. I'm certainly not at the bottom now. I feel like I'm on the top. You see what I'm saying? I feel like I'm a living testimony to this scripture. And I'm believe I'm I'm like I'm just being honest with you guys. Like I'm not even trying to brag. I'm not even trying to. Everything that I have now, everything that I've received, is nothing but Jesus Christ, the blessing of God. Um, you know, my whole life is a testimony. You see what I'm saying? And this is a, a. I am a. I feel like I am. My family is a living testimony, or and a living. Um, I don't even know what you want to call it. Example of this scripture You're the head and not the tail You'll always be on top And never at the bottom Is that a, is that a great feeling, Courtney? You ever experienced being at the top And never at the bottom?
1: Yeah, actually I have I have But there were times Where I was at the bottom That's why I had to say it um, But being on top, there it, it feels good
0: It feels good And it is a it's a, a state of mind Because here's the thing Bible says if you go back up If you scroll back up in your computers Or you know turn back in your Bibles It says that you will You know what I'm saying You will always You have to praise God uh, joyfully basically You know what I'm saying You have to praise God with enthusiasm You know So if you're doing those things Then it's really hard to not view yourself as being on top Because, again, you're recognizing The abundance of blessings that you've already, you know, received So, even when, when you're not really on top You're on top Or you better believe that you are And that's how you get back on top So, it's all, it's all a mind game, really It's all about just convincing yourself You know, that, and, and really disproving and disbelieving the lies of the enemy The evil one you know anything about the lies of the evil one, Courtney?
1: Yes, I do. I know all about that. Just <laughs> the those lies, and just deals when you get into it. I mean, there are consequences to that. It's like your state of mind is just, and your just everything is just diminishes. You know, you feel depressed once you find yourself believing that.
0: Right. Right. Let's go to the phone lines. I do see a couple calls. I was going to wait a little bit for some phone calls, but this is Keeping It Real Fridays, and as I mentioned, we've got all night. The wife, they went over to some get-together for I don't even know who. You know, I just got the house to myself. So, that, you know what I mean? That's a blessing for that. I'm just playing. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, man, we got some time tonight, 646 366 Hit the number one on your keypad. And uh, you know the fellas know, man. You know, wife and the kids are gone. You get to just chill in the man cave. It's you, you and the dog. Relax. Turn on Sports Center. No interruptions. And you get just, you know what I mean. And you guys get to. I, I'm choosing to spend my evening with you guys. You know what I mean. But nah, no, this is fun though. I look forward to this. You guys, hopefully you guys look forward to this as much as I do because, you know, when you you know got the my wife, I have a daughter and, you know. Baby on the way So it's You know I'll just let you guys know It's going to be harder And harder to Do these shows As frequently As I have been doing them But in the meantime Obviously you guys can You know Listen to the archive shows And get caught up And things like that But um, you know I I say all that I really do enjoy You know These shows And just being able To talk to y'all As often as I'm able to So I know Courtney feels the same way But I see some calls On the line man 646-200-0366 Hit the number On your keypad and uh see a call from the 484 area code. Welcome to uh, Keeping It Real Fridays.
3: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
3: I'm good. I have a question. Um, I've always heard, you know, throughout the family, especially the older people, always talking about generational curses. So my question is, like, I wrestle with that because, to me, I think it is unfair for an individual to be cursed because of the accident because of the actions of a generation before them. So it's not fair. Like, I don't understand it. I think it's cruel personally. Maybe I don't have the right understanding of what it is. So what is a generational curse? And how is that fair to right. someone that's been born a different generation later? Like, how do, how do I make sense of that? I mean, I asked this out of out of really sincerity because one time, like my mother-in-law was telling me about generational curses, and I try to look back through my family and look at different situations and different outcomes. But what is a generational curse, and is it fair?
0: Sure, thank you. You know, real quick, I'm we're about we're just about to get into. I appreciate your call. I, I definitely appreciate your question because I know for a fact there are tons of people out there just like you, and I was one of them at one time. Who just genuinely, I get it. I, I know you just gen, generally, excuse me, genuinely want to understand, and that's why we're doing tonight's show. So um, let everybody know where you're calling in from. I'm
3: calling in from Philadelphia
0: cool Philly my hometown you chill out for a relaxed listen to the show cuz I'm out there we're about to get into it and she asked an excellent question what is it and how is it fair i didn't do anything my mom was a crack kid my dad was a crack kid my aunt my my, my you know whatever is going on you know so and so was a pimp why am i being punished for them why are we being punished for the israelites you know uh, and, you know what I'm saying, because we're all descendants from them, let's talk about it a little bit let's but first of all, let's answer the question for what it is you know, but first before before we even do it, let's look at let's just recap it's all you got to be obedient you, you know when you talk about cause we're going we're going to define the curse, we're going to hear about the types of curses that happen when you are not obedient, but at the end of the day, it's I think we don't want to take away. Our own level of responsibility If you were born into A generational curse as it's, as it's written You know Then that may be the case They exist, absolutely But it's the same thing as soul ties You can break a generational curse You know, we are fortunate See the people in, in the Old Testament Were not fortunate To have someone like Jesus Christ And I want to just put this out there We are in the Old Testament we are all. This is the law. The Old Testament is basically an outlining of the law. We are now living under the grace that was bestowed upon us by God, giving His Son, you know, Jesus Christ for our sins. You see what I'm saying? So I, I want to put that out there. A lot of this is the old. I mean, it is the Old Testament. So Jesus Christ died for these generational curses, for my sins, for Courtney's sins, for my mom's sins, my dad's sins, my uncles, my, whoever else that came before ancestors. He died for those sins, so we are now free of those sins. So let's be clear about that. But we all still have a responsibility to be obedient, right? Again, let's just recap. It says that if, and this is, this is a big if for our listener from Philly and everyone else who just wants clarification, it's if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands that he's given you today, the Lord your God will set you high above the nations of the world and you will experience these blessings if you obey the Lord. So let's just say hypothetically you have, you know, a mom who sinned. You had a father who sinned. You have ancestors who came before you who sinned. Well, you, this is still applicable Just like when you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior All your sins, the Bible says your sins are made white as snow Right? So you're good But, but again, there's that if If you see a lot of people out here Were born in the generational curses Okay? But they a lot of times they, they, they've, They're already cursed to begin with So there's certain things that are going to be in them Right, and they just kind of roll with it. They're still wilding out, doing the same things their mom does. They're wild, still wilding out, doing the same things their dad does. You know, the same you know things were bo- They were born into. They never really obeyed the Lord. They never really strived to. They never accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior They never really did anything to keep His commands. You know, so they're not experiencing the blessings of your towns and fields being blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. Your offspring, the offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed So no, it's, it, I mean, to a certain extent it's not fair But it's not about being fair, it's about what it is Life isn't fair but there is a way out. The Bible says when it talks about temptation, God will always give you a way out. When you are in a generational curse, you still have a way out. If you are, you know, form a soul tie with someone, you still have a way out because Jesus Christ died for our sins. That's the most important thing. And as we continue our Bible challenge, our cover-to-cover cover Bible challenge, it just so happens we're still in the Old Testament. We're going to work our way slowly but surely to the New Testament so we can read about grace, so we can read about you know, what the Bible says about um, you know, sin, and and how to be healed from it, and things like that. But that is what a generational curse is. We're actually going to read it right now exactly what it is, but we're talking about it from the opposite perspective of how to break it, what to do, and the benefits of doing so.
1: What do you think about that, Courtney? Is that clear? Yeah, it's perfectly clear. What I will say is that, just real quick, That, you know, you don't have to, um, you know, blame yourself and, you know, allow yourself to become a victim to it. You know, otherwise it does become like almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, you wind up struggling because you just believe that you're never going to overcome it. So you have to believe that you're blessed and you have to believe that you'll overcome it and you will.
0: Right.
1: Absolutely. You got to believe it and you got
0: to do it. You know what I mean? You've you got to do it. you got to actually obey the Lord. you got to actually keep his commands. See, Because I was one of those dudes who, yeah, I was saved and, yeah, I went to church, but I wasn't doing it. I wasn't keeping his commands. You see what I'm saying? Like, Because a lot of us are born, we're born into generational curses for things that we had nothing to do with. A lot of our kids, because of things we do right now, will be born into generational curses, and they had nothing to do with it but it's all about taking responsibility for you cuz that would be unfair you see what i'm saying it would be unfair if you were born in, if you were born into a generational curse with no way out of it that now that would be unfair like if you just were on your way to hell and there was nothing you could do about it that would be that wouldn't be a loving god right i mean that wouldn't be fair that's not right God, is, The Bible says God is a fair and just God. So you always have a way out. And this is it right here. It's, again, to fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands. And I'm no biblical scholar, but if somebody feels like that's incorrect, let me know. Because I know for a fact that God would never hold someone accountable who is doing just that, accountable for the sins of their father or mom or whoever, if they are fully obeying the Lord, confessing their love for Jesus Christ, carefully keeping all his commands. It says he will set you high above these other nations, and you will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. I want to go back real quick to our caller, because I just want to make sure. What, what do you think about that? Is Does that shed some light on it? Because we're going to go further, but does that help out a little bit?
3: No, not really, because... You really did not answer my question. And the main thing that I have a hard time grasping, right, I don't agree with the term generational curses. That's what they say to me. I think that is a cruel guide to put a generational curse on individuals that have not been born yet. I think that's cruel. At the end of the day, we're not responsible for what people or our family members that did before us. And I ask that question only because I hear that a lot. I don't agree with it. I think people do what they do because they want to do what they want to do. They got their own issues. That has nothing to do with the generation that comes behind them. What I do see is a cycle of things. If you're not raised correctly, then you may follow the same traditions. So, is that a curse, or is it more so that a person is imitating what they are seeing? So wait, like, let that, me. I just that, want to that's me. my issue.
0: I I just want to make sure I understand correctly. First of all, are you a Christian who believes in the Bible as being sacred or no?
3: I am a person that, listen, I believe in God. I believe in the Most High. And to me, honestly, I have to, I research and I study a lot so I can get truth. Because every time when I ask questions, I always get shut down and, you know, pushed away. And I think in order for a person to get their true salvation and the truth within themselves and have that relationship with the Most High or God or Jehovah, whoever you want to call them, they have to ask questions. They have to research. And at the end of the day, it's how you live your life. You have to love. You have to treat your neighbor as you want to be treated. And I think those are the basic elements. And I wrestle with this a lot because I'm dealing with a personal family situation, and I see what's going on in my family, and I want to make sure me and my kids, are try to protect my kids to not follow that. And they think generational courage, and I say, you know, it's a matter of how you're being raised and what you're being taught. So I'm wrestling with these things. I'm not being rude, but these are my issues. You know, no, I, study I read the Bible. You know, my mom was a general witness. My dad was a Christian, so I went, from The hall to the church, but I do have a very solid foundation of you know, God. But at the end of the day, I can't understand how y'all want to tell me that it's a generational curse based on something that my ancestors did. Because I had a grandmother that really was a very good woman, most of her kids turned out good, she did not. Do you understand? So I'm just trying to figure that out. I see what you you know, I, I, pre, I feel where
0: you're coming from, and it, it's tough. And like you said, you wrestle with it. Um, I'm a, I want to get in, because we're just finishing up the obedience aspect of it, you know, and the blessings for obedience. But we really got to get into what is a generational curses, or excuse me, what, is, what are generational curses, but more importantly, what will they look like? And I think that once you hear what the Bible says about what generational curses are and how they will manifest themselves in your life, you know, in the lives of, you know, whoever, when they are applicable, you know, you'll see some similarities. But, you know, but we got to be clear, and this is for everybody, generational curses are real. You know, that's why what I asked her was, you know, do you follow the teachings of the Bible? Because I'm I'm literally right in Deuteronomy, like I'm reading straight from it. You know, it, it basically says not well, We're going to talk about what it says Let me just, because I want, to, I want to keep talking about it I want to tell you what it actually says We're in uh, chapter 28, verse 15 in, Deut- in the book of Deuteronomy It says, curses for disobedience Right? Generational curses basically is, is This is what people are referring to When they speak about generational curses This isn't just a, a term This isn't just something that people say um, although I do agree with her to, a, to an extent that people are responsible for their own actions, but don't dismiss what the Bible says about actual curses, because they're real. It says here, but if you refuse, this is a continuation of the blessings. It's like, okay, when you follow the teachings, when you follow the commands and the decrees of the Lord, you will be blessed abundantly in everything that you do. But it says, but if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey the commands and the dec- the decrees that I'm giving you today, all of these curses will come and they will overwhelm you. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know how else to be even more clear than that. I mean, it says if you do not listen to, because again, if you're born into the generational curse, I just want to be clear. You know, you have an opportunity. To break that By giving your life to Jesus Christ You know And to carefully follow His commands and his decrees Right And then it says As a result of doing so You'll be blessed But the problem that happens In today's society Is that a lot of people Are born into generational curses For things that they have No control over You know And I think that what the young woman is expressing is frustration with the fact that it's not fair, you know, and that it should not be that way. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, I can say I agree with that, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what is fair or what is not fair. This is what the Word says. The Bible says you, you and your children will be cursed if you do not follow the commands of God, not just you. It says you, it says in fact right here, it says, but if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey his commands and decrees I'm giving you today, everything that I'm about to say will come and overwhelm you. I'm about to get into it. It says, first, your towns and your fields will be cursed. So whatever you live in, whatever home, whatever situation you have going on will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. And this is important here. Your, and this is verse 18, in case you guys want to reference it. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The young woman saying it's not fair. It doesn't matter if it's fair or not. It says in verse 18, your children and your crops will be cursed. That's the generational curse right there. They're real. And again, it's, it's not just for the heck of it. It's if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God And do not obey all the commands and the decrees that I'm giving you today All of these curses will come and will overwhelm you Your children and your crops will be cursed The offspring of your herds and flocks will be cursed Wherever you go And whatever you do You will be cursed What are your thoughts on that Courtney? And even the young woman's call But I appreciate her call What are your thoughts on that though?
1: It me, speechless. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's plain and it's clear, you know, what happens. And, I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to that, just what happens in general when you disobey God and just the consequences that follow.
0: Right, right. There are consequences to everything. You know, if you curse your boss out, if you show up late for work, if you don't do your job, you know, you're going to get fired. You're first going to get put on an action plan, you, you know, but eventually you're going to lose your job. You know, if you get a whole bunch of credit cards and max them out, your credit will be messed up. You have a lot of sex, you're going to get some STDs. You know what I mean? You're going to get some babies, unwanted pregnancies and things. You know, there, there are consequences to everything that you do. So it's not about being fair or not fair. I mean, you know, it is what it is. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Because, I mean, like Courtney said, it's clear. It's not like we can debate the Word of God. It's it's like if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey his commands, all of these curses will overwhelm you. Your fruit baskets will be cursed. Your towns will be cursed. Your children will be cursed. your, Your animals will be cursed. In fact, everywhere you go, ever you do, you ever meet somebody, Courtney, where... It's just like they just have a rough life. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, we all know somebody. Yeah, we all know somebody like that. We all know somebody like that. It's just like, I mean, they just can't catch a break. And a lot of that, you may say, wow, you know, they were just dealt a bad hand. And in many cases, they were. But the question is what did they personally do to dig themselves out of that hole? You know what I mean? Like you look at these people, I I can't stand people who make excuses for these criminals, these drug dealers, and say, Well, that's their environment that they were born into. Well yeah, that's their environment. They grew up in the hood. That's their no nah, no I don't that's I don't buy that. I know people who've made it out of the hood, who've gone to college, who are now ministers, who are now married, who are now you know, whatever. You know, you, you play the hand that you're dealt. I you know, I didn't grow up in the ghetto, I didn't grow up poor. In fact, I had a mom, I had a father. I actually had a great childhood, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I could have thrown it all away and turned to a life of crime even after growing up in, in a good household. Just, you see what I'm saying? Just like there are people who had the opposite, grew up rough and then turned out to be good. I could have grew up good and turned out bad. It's all about the decisions that we that we choose to make as adults. So yeah, you may have... Been born into a generational curse But are you doing what the word says Are you following his laws And his commands Or are you, make, do, you know living life how you want to look See you, you can't break the curse If you never live right If you never change If you're not aware of it And you don't do what you need to do to break it Then it ain't going to be broken And then you're going to live You know what I mean Live with the effects of that curse and so that's what I, any, anyone who is listening in tonight for the sole purpose of understanding and, and you know, about how it, how it's affecting their lives, that's what you got to ask yourself right now. And don't call in, don't, you know, I don't, I don't need to know. I want you to ask yourself right now. Okay, you're, you're you're listening tonight because you were born into a general. Let's be clear about that. You know, like whoa, I need I think something was going on. My mom and dad or whoever, so I need to listen tonight. But I'm saying right now, ask yourself: Are you doing what verse or chapter twenty-eight, verse one says? Are you fully obeying the Lord? And just be honest with yourself. I don't I don't need to know the answer. And are you carefully keeping all His commands, right? And, and, and you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the question. And if the answer to that question is no, and honestly no, then you know, then that generational curse is not has not been broken, and there's some work that needs to be done. I'm telling y'all right now, if y'all want help with this, call me. Call me eight five five fifty five. Better yet, call OSHEL, who specializes in helping to break generational curses, and um, you know he's got this new thing. Is uh, we're about to launch it on Monday. A uh, little sneak preview. Getting your weight up. Schedule your free fitness, uh, excuse me, f- spiritual fitness analysis. Right, figure out where you stand. You know, contact Osho directly. We're doing this whole big initiative eight five five fifty five data on email osho at TRCToday.com. dot com. Schedule a free uh, spiritual fitness analysis to determine one if you are living in a generational curse two what needs to be done in your life to break that. You know, we're all here to help. But so that's why. So this is the def, This is just a little bit, an overview. This is an overview of what will happen. I think I want to get a little bit more specific because the word, you know, it can't get more specific than this. Which is why I've been so excited to talk about this tonight. You cool with getting a little bit specific, Courtney? Yeah, let's go. Let's look at verse twenty. Right, it says. The Lord, and this is, again, and I want to be clear about what this is because this is going to really hurt some feelings. It's going to make some people uncomfortable because it made me uncomfortable reading it. It scared me reading it, to be honest with you, and very few things scare me. I got the 9 millimeter under my bedside. You know what I mean? I'm not scared of anything, you know, worldly, right? But this actually scared me, you know what I'm saying, because this is crazy. It says that the Lord himself. Will send, you on, will send on you curses, confusion, and frustration in everything you do until at last you are completely destroyed for doing evil and abandoning me. Abandoning me. Right? I said earlier the young woman sounded frustrated. You know, and maybe you guys could hear it in her voice. I could hear it in her voice. And there's tons of people out here who are frustrated, who are upset. It's not fair. They're frustrated. But the question is, now I'm not speaking about her or anybody specifically, but the overall and general question is, have you abandoned God? And have you, you know what I'm saying, are you doing evil? Because it says, When you're not living in God's word, when it says when you, you know, he will send you curses and confusion and frustration in everything that you do until the point where you're totally destroyed for, not for no reason, but for doing evil and abandoning God. I have abandoned God. Our very first Between Brothers show was turning, who remembers it, turning your back and betraying God. Abandoning God—that was our very first Between Brothers show that me and Osho just did a few uh, about a month ago. All right, how many of us—and we talked about the, the many different ways that we, in our everyday lives, can abandon and often do abandon God. So that's why it says specifically that hurt, that pain, that confusion, that frustration that you're experiencing. A lot of times, it's specifically because you've abandoned God in His Word. You know what I mean? Which is deep. But again, the, the the you know the punishment, the curse for abandonment of God is you know our our curses, our generational curses. You know, is the not breaking of generational curses that are already in effect. That's the whole point. Is you're they're already in effect. It's not about whether or not you're going to get them. It's how are you going to break them because they're already there. Most of us have been born into some form of generational curse. Question is, did we ever break it? Courtney, how crazy is this? How deep is this? On a Friday night? Yeah, you're
1: going in.
0: Man, this is no. I'm not going in. God is going in. This isn't me. I'm just you see. I'm just excited about this. This is you know what I mean. This is deep stuff right here. You know. But let's let's get let's get it. And, and see, this is this is great too because this won't be, you know, a million people listening to this show. But I can promise you. Me doing this show, you guys listening to the show, you're going to be blessed. See, this is the type of stuff that if you want love, if you want to be blessed, you will sacrifice and you will listen to shows like this. You will read your Bible at times when it's unpopular to read the Bible. You know? And and, and that's when you, you you're going to get out of a relationship with God whatever you put into it. A lot of people want to be blessed, but they're but they're so whatever they're so Philly. They're so Chicago. They're so. You see what I'm saying? How many people are so? I'm so listening to the Daydon Tolbert show right now on generational curses. You see what I mean? that? That's not politically correct. That's not socially popular. But it'll get you blessed. So I'm just just saying. You know what I mean? This is education, right? Now. For for me too. Um, so that's there's a reason for the curses. That's the reason. It's because you're doing evil and abandoning me. The, it says, the Lord will afflict you with diseases until none of you are left in the land you're about to enter and occupy. This is just, you guys aren't familiar. This is what uh, Moses is telling the people of Israel right before they're about to enter into the promised land. Okay, this is, he's basically saying, look, I'm about to give you this blessing. Bef- but, but before you go in, just understand this can all be taken away from you. If you get into the land, you start wilding out, acting a fool. A lot of people say, okay, yeah, I want to be blessed. But yeah, you could mess up a blessing. You know, a lot of us do, and a lot of us have. So it says, that's why it says, the Lord will afflict you with diseases until none of you are left in the land that you're about to enter and occupy. The Lord will strike you with wasting diseases, fever, inflammation with scorching heat and drought, and with blind with blight and mildew. These disasters will pursue you until you die. The skies above will be as unyielding as bronze, and the earth beneath will be as hard as iron. The Lord will change the rain that falls on your land into powder, and the dust will pour down from the sky until you destroy it. Wow. Can you imagine that? We've been having some rain here in Philly. you imagine the rain turning into dust and just, you know, destroying us, you know, suffocating us? But the reality is it's unfortunate. Some people, that's their life. That's how bad their life is. Like, it just, that's just how they feel all the time. Like, the rain is just powder, you know? The, the earth beneath them is as hard as iron. That's crazy. I mean, but you, you know people like that, right?
1: Yeah, I do. This was really, really deep. Like, I read it before, but I didn't, like, you know, interpret it like that because well, I was breezing through it. But I'm glad, like, we're breaking it down. Like, this is real. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's,
0: man, that's why I'm telling you, I was reading this with my jaw dropped open. Because a lot of you heard the first show, like I said, the Blessings for Obedience Punishment for, it was deep But this goes so much deeper Which I didn't think was possible I thought before it was as deep as it got And it, who would have thought it could get deeper than that That's why I was like, wow, we got cause How many topics did I name that we have to talk about You know, over on the last show I was like, wow, we got to talk about this, this, this. I, I read this, I was like, yo Next live show we're doing is, is on this And it's like that sometimes But it says, man The Lord will cause you to be defeated by your enemies, right? This is, this is you haven't heard anything yet. I'm gonna tell you right now. But this is just crazy. It says the Lord will cause you to be defeated by your enemies. You will attack your enemies from one direction, but you will scatter from them in seven. Many of you may remember it was the exact opposite when you are being blessed by God. Sounds the same, but it's different. It's up. You're on the receiving end of it. It says you will be an object of horror. To all the kingdoms on earth, you will be the object. You will be the recipient of horror. Their horror says, "Wow, man, it's crazy." Your corpse, your corpses, will be food for all the scavenging birds and wild animals, and no one will be there to chase them away. No, God is no joke. People think it's a joke. This and see, yes, this is. You know, obviously this is how the word is written, but you really have to look at a lot of this stuff and just apply it to your life because a lot of this stuff is going on right now. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, your core, I mean, this is crazy. After you're the, har- the object of the horror from your boss, your baby's dad, the guy you get you let smash or whoever, after it's all said and done, after you've been devoured, this is just icing on the cake. Your corpse will be the food for the scavengers, the birds and wild animals. And God just threw that in there, this last verse, and no one will be there to chase them away. I mean, like, that's just crazy. You know what I mean? Like, as if being devoured isn't bad enough, and as if having your corpse eaten, it's like no one is even there to just say, you know what I mean, get out of here. As if that even matters, you know what I mean? But that just shows you how bad it's going to be. That, and, and people, I mean, that's, there's, a re, there's a reason for all this, because God wants us to understand how important this is. God wants us to understand how serious this is. It's not about being fair. Somebody says that's cruel. That's not fair. You're, I mean, hey, it is what it is. You've got to just deal with it. You've got to do what you need to do to make sure you're on the, the, the top and not the bottom of this whole thing. The first part of the scripture, I'm on my laptop right now. The the top of my screen is the blessings. The bottom of my screen is the curse. You got to make sure you're on the top and not the bottom. That's all. And let everybody else worry about the curse. You just worry about it does not happen in you. All right. It Says, uh, the Lord will afflict you. This is interesting. Real quick, you ever seen people wearing these shirts called affliction? You Ever seen those shirts?
1: No, I haven't.
0: I, maybe it's just a Philly thing, but I know it's a pretty popular brand of clothing, affliction. I mean, does that I mean, I mean, I, you know, like I told you all, man, a lot of people, a lot of corporations, entertainment, fashion, they, they make, try to make a mockery of the word. I mean, I can't imagine why anybody would want to wear a brand that calls itself affliction after, after reading the word. It's talking about the Lord will afflict you. The Lord will afflict you with boils, of the boils of Egypt, and with tumors, scurvy, and the itch from which you cannot be cured. It doesn't say you will itch. It says, and the itch. You, had, Courtney, you're going to have the itch. You know what I mean? Some of you Now, it's not funny. but You know what I mean? Some of y'all got the itch. That's what it says. I'm not, I'm not making this up. That's what it says. I don't even know what scurvy is. What the heck is
1: scurvy, Courtney? You know what scurvy is? It's, it's sores. Okay. At least what that's you? what. The, at least that's what my version says. It says festering sores. It doesn't say scurvy, so oh, I think that's okay, cool translation.
0: Okay, because I don't know what scurvy. I'm looking like well, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know nothing about that. You 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 had to get treated for the for scurvy before and and the itch. Oh, my bad. No. I'm just asking. I don't know nothing about that, but that's what it says. It says the Lord will afflict you with this stuff. You know, it's from which you can. It says, and the itch from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will strike you with madness, blindness, and panic. You will grope around in broad daylight like a blind person, groping in the darkness, but you'll not find your way. You will be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will come to save you this is you ever feel like that like you just people just got it out for you you just you know being oppressed and being picked on, and you just had a really rough life These are things again, this is what it will be like when you're living in the midst of the generational curse. if things just are not going your way and you feel like you just got this because I don't, I don't, I can't relate to that. I'm not knocking anybody who can, but I'm just saying because I, you know, in my life I tried to, you know, praise God. I try to follow His command. I'm not perfect. I sin. You know what I mean? Uh, we all do. I'm not perfect, but I try to do what the Word says. You know, and so I don't know if I was born into a generational curse or not, but I know that through the grace of God, I'm blessed. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not, I don't have the itch. I don't have the, the scurvy. You know, when I look up, this it, it's actual rain. Like, I don't feel like the world is just raining down powder and it's, dev- you know, devouring me. I'm not mad or blind or living in fear or panic. I'm not wandering around in broad daylight like a blind person. But the, the, the sad part is people can relate to this. Some people living today can relate to this. Listening today can relate to this. I'm just saying, if you can relate to this, we gotta talk. You know, I want to help you break that. You know, what I'm saying? like seriously, because you don't. It doesn't have to be like that. Like when you, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, everything can be end up being good. Like the things that would normally, like, if you live life with a glass half empty type of mentality. You know, it doesn't have to be that way. You can actually live in more good. Like I posted the other day, I said. My life—I've had some bad days, but my good days far outnumber my bad. Not just a little bit, or not even close to being equal. Like my good days far outweigh my bad. I'm just being honest with you. I'm, I'm talking about even before I was uh, living for God. I just really don't have bad days like that, you know. And so, but that's only because I live a blessed life. And whatever was done, uh, that curse was broken. You gotta take. You gotta be proactive. And break the the curse that you were born into, if you were born into one at all. I'm just saying, if you were, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, what else? Where are we at? This is crazy right here, man, fellas. You gotta be, fellas. You gotta be proactive, man. It says you will be engaged to a woman, but another man will sleep with her. What the heck? That's crazy. I mean, God, the, the Bible is just off the chain. Like it's. It knows, I mean, he knows, like, what's important to us and what we can relate to. Like, it takes our worst fears. You know, they make horror movies or whatever. That stuff doesn't scare me. When you think about this, like, you think about being engaged or being married, but another man sleeping with her? I mean, that's, that's, like, really something that you have a nightmare about. That's, like, your worst nightmare. That's what generational curses are. It's your worst fear. It's your worst nightmare coming against you. You think Freddy Krueger was bad. No, no. Gener- generational curses are, are worse than anything. It says you'll build a house, but someone else will live in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now, that's just cruel. That, you know, imagine that me building the whole house from scratch. you like, all right, thanks, buddy. You know, <laughs> Where the keys at? And they just go and living in the house. As crazy as that sounds, that's how some people's lives are. It's like they just can't catch a bird. That's the generational curse. You will plant a vineyard, but you will never enjoy its fruit. Your ox will be butchered before your eyes, but you will not eat a single bite of the meat. Your donkey will be taken from you, never to be returned. Your sheep and goats will be given to your enemies and no one will be there to help you. You will watch as your sons and daughters are taken away as slaves. Your heart will break for them, but you won't be able to help them. Well, I mean, you guys see I'm just going through, but this is each one of these is as you can hear is crazy. You know what I mean? Like it's it will happen when you don't, you know, or some variation of it, however it happens to relate in your life. You know? Um, man, I mean, that's just imagine your sons and daughters will be taken away as slaves, and you won't be able to help. A foreign nation, you've never heard about, right? Will eat the crops you have worked so hard to grow. You will suffer under constant oppression and harsh treatment. How many of us know about that? I mean, have you ever experienced that? I mean, You will suffer under constant oppression and harsh treatment, whether that's your parents, whether that's your job, whether that's, you know, the abusive relationship you're in, emotionally, spiritually, you know, just abusive situation. Harsh treatment. Nobody should have to live under harsh treatment. But when you don't, when you're born into a generational curse and you don't do what's needed to break it, something like this is what you can expect. You will go mad because of all the tragedy you see around you. The Lord will cover it. I mean, real quick, I mean we we were just talking about. It. Imagine seeing or hearing something about like a little girl getting shot in the head, you know, but you don't like that's but you see that every day. You see it so much not read it on the news, not hear about it, but you actually see it So much, it will cause you to go crazy. How I mean, can you imagine that, Courtney?
1: No, it's crazy.
0: Right. It says, all the tragedy you'll see around you. The Lord will cover your knees and legs with incurable boils. It says, in fact, you'll be covered from head to foot. Head to foot. With incurable boils. That's pretty, you know, like that's a lot of boils. You know what I mean? Like that's, that would be pretty uncomfortable. Because here's the thing it says, the, he'll cover your knees and your legs. That's not your whole body. That's your knees going down. So that's like your knee down to your, your feet. It's like you're going to have knee down, like incurable boils. He said, nah, forget that. It says, in fact, You'll be covered from head to foot. He said, that's not enough. I'm just going to do your whole body. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. like, that's that's crazy right there. You know, but that's what I'm saying to you. I told Osho, and me and Osho still joke about it. Like I told y'all before, there was a time when I didn't really understand why people had to fear the Lord. And you know, I would say, well, you know, I love the Lord, but I didn't know why we should fear him. Because or, why didn't I know? Because I didn't read Deuteronomy chapter 28. That's why. And anybody who thinks this stuff is a joke didn't read Deuteronomy 28, they didn't read Leviticus. Right? But you know what I'm saying? When you read it, that's why I'm doing tonight's show, so y'all can actually hear what the Bible says about this stuff. I'm doing this show on a Friday night where people are out here chasing, you know what I mean, sex, chasing. Chasing booty These guys out here These fake Wannabe players And pimps You know But You know Women out here Falling for the Massage trick On purpose They say What's the massage trick You know what the Massage trick is You know what I mean Friday night It's going down Going on dates Getting their Makeup ready Gonna turn up Stupid phrase People like to say Oh yeah I'm. Gonna, we gonna turn up Tonight and you turn up all right, you Turn up with boils from head to toe You know what I mean I'm saying It says in fact you'll be covered from head to foot These are generate. This is what we talked to When a young woman called in earlier She said well what is it This this is what it is Okay This is the generational curse This is the types of things That you can expect If you And again it's because of your, your ancestors and their ancestors, and but most importantly, what you have not done to break it. That's the most important thing. The, it says, the Lord will exile you and your king to a nation unknown to you and your ancestors. There in exile, you will worship the gods of wood and stone. You will become an object of horror, ridicule, And mockery among the nations To which the Lord sends you You will plant much But harvest little For the locusts will eat your crops You will plant vineyards And care for them But you will not drink the wine Or eat the grapes For worms will destroy, destroy the vines You will grow olive trees Throughout your land But you will never use the olive oil For the fruit will drop before it ripens. You will have sons and daughters, but you will lose them, for they will be led away into captivity. That's that's amazing. That's unfortunate. It says, swarms of insects will destroy your trees and your crops. The foreigners living among you will become stronger and stronger while you become weaker and weaker. They will lend money to you, but you will not lend to them. They will be the head and you will be the tail. See, obviously you guys remember earlier where it said you will lend, but you will never have to borrow. That's what happens when you're obedient. But when you're disobedient, it says they'll lend money to you, but you won't have it to lend to them. They will be the head, okay, and you will be the tail. It says that if you refuse, and if you guys listen to the magnitude, because again we talked about Leviticus, was I mean, in Leviticus, Courtney was crazy. We were here. We went through that whole chapter, and that was crazy on the punishments. But do you see how much deeper the curses are than the punishments? As if we, as if that's even possible. Yes.
1: This. This is much worse It's much worse
0: Who would have thought If you go back To listen to that show You go back to Leviticus chapter 26 That we did this show from Nobody would have thought That it could get any Possibly any worse Than what you heard And what you read But this is that next step Which really just goes to show you Why You know you gotta be obedient Why you gotta turn away from the why you got to flee from evil. You know, if you guys are just look at even this chapter, if you look at why the first section on blessings for obedience is so much shorter than the curses for disobedience because it's not it's not too much to say. You know, like basically when you follow the word, you'll be blessed abundantly in everything you do. I mean, just to summarize it, it's not really a need to go on and on, but God is telling us this is almost triple. The curses section is almost triple the obedience section because, you know, it's it's important. It's 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 that deep. You know, he needs us to understand fully. I mean, you it's not you, you understand what happens when you're obedient, you'll be blessed, period. But he wants us to feel. My mom used to tell me when I used to get in trouble back in the day <laughs> I don't know if I told you all this story, but she would be like, um, All right, now you did this, so go clean the bathroom. I'm like, All right, cool. So I go get the mop. She's like, Uh, all right, no, what, you, what you doing with that? Like, I'm about to mop the clean the bathroom. No, 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 no. Go get a rag and get down on your hands and knees and clean the bathroom. I said, Mom, Ain't that what the mop is for? Slap across the face. Shut up. Not me being smart. You know what I'm saying? Get hands and knees for. You know, and she, I said, why do I have to? Why can't I just use my? She said, because I want you to feel it. That's what she said to me. I want you to feel. I'm like, yo, I can feel it with the mouth. You know what I mean? But that's this is a good example of that. You know, I, I I fully understand. I didn't understand then what the point of that was. You know, I was blessed to have to have still a, a great mom who, you know, what I'm saying, still who instilled in me. Actual punishment You know A lot of these kids out here They have no idea What it means to be punished Their dad was never around Their mom is afraid of them Trying to baby them And spoil them Where would that get them? Now these kids don't know What punishment is Until they get put in jail And that's That's the real punishment But maybe if they had to Get down on their hands and knees When they were disobedient So they could feel What it felt like To be disciplined You know my dad used to beat us beat beat us all, beat me specifically with the belt, with the with the a freaking wooden rod about the size of a I don't even know what you want to call it. It wasn't thick. It was so thin that it would wobble if you you know what I mean, shook it. But a thin piece of wood. Just, just wow, 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 wop. us to assume the position. Got beat. I can still feel the beating now. But guess what? Those beatings are why I'm here where I am now, doing what I'm doing right now, as opposed to out on the corner somewhere like the rest of these niggas that a lot of you guys are having sex with and getting pregnant by. You see what I'm saying? That's what that's what we gotta focus on is is the punishment, okay? As a deterrent. And what I say on what was that? When were we last live, Courtney? Monday yeah I think it was one there yeah it was. where we talked about the purge said the bible says in this way, you will purge evil from among you. we're not having we gotta we gotta purge the evil let's let's keep it going though it says, you will go mad because of all the tragedy you'll see around you. the Lord will cover your knees and legs with incurable boils, in fact, you'll be covered from head to toe. The Lord will exile you and your king to a nation unknown to you and your ancestors. There in exile you will worship gods of wood and stone, you will become the object of horror, ridicule, and mockery among all the nations to which the Lord sends you. It's crazy, man. That's I mean that's deep. Let's scroll down a little bit. All right. <clears throat> Where are we at? it says, If you refuse to listen to the Lord, you're and this is forty eight uh verse forty Uh, What is this? No, 45. If you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and to obey the commands and decrees he has given you, all of these curses will pursue and overtake you until you're destroyed. These horrors will serve as a sign and a warning among you and your descendants forever. That's what we talked about earlier. If you do not serve the Lord your God with joy and enthusiasm for the abundant benefits you have received You will serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. You will be left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in everything. The Lord will put an iron yoke on your neck, oppressing you harshly until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring a distant nation against you from the end of the earth, and it will swoop down on you like a vulture. It is a nation whose language you do not understand, a fierce and heartless nation that shows no respect for the old and no pity for the young. Its armies will devour your livestock and crops and you will be destroyed. They will leave you with no grain, new wine, olive oils and calves or lambs and you will starve to death. They will they will attack your cities until all See wow this is crazy. I just new wine you guys know about wine. It has to, you know, it gets better with time. you got to let wine sit out. It says they will leave you with no grain, but you'll have the new wine. According to this new wine just created, does it taste good? Not really. Right. It doesn't taste good at all. all right, man, it's, 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 look, they're not going to take everything. They'll give you some wine. They'll give you the wine, but it's going to be new wine that you can't even enjoy. Amazing It just goes to show you It's all bad Like it gets It doesn't get better Once you are living Outside Of the will of God I'm talking This is the people right now See people think This is a joke I mean yeah we're reading From the Bible But people don't understand How deep it is People don't understand How something is trivial Or what seems as trivial As an I'm so Philly game Or an I'm so Chicago game How this could bring All of this if you are choosing your Facebook friends over your love for Jesus Christ, if you are ashamed of Jesus Christ because of people how they're going to look at you, well, guess everything that we're reading will apply to you. You guys get that, right? I just want to make sure that's 100% crystal clear. If you would rather listen to Beyonce, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, T.I., all these new people rather than hear some type of uplifting music gospel music if it sounds horrible to your ears the way it used to sound horrible to my ears cuz you because you're not living the right well most then the curse ain't be, being broken this is this this everything here is what you can expect And what you can continue to expect and be able to relate to, because it hasn't been broken. That's the thing. And a lot of times what happens is when people are getting drunk, you know, when they're getting high, when they're having sex, when they're seeking that temporary sense of euphoria, that temporary escape from the itch, from the scurvy, from being left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in everything, you know, From being chased by the enemies, overtaken by the enemies, famine, you know, a lot of that is to escape that, you know, it's to, it's just to feel good. What did Halle Berry want in Monster's Ball when her son got killed? She told Billy Bob, make me feel good, banged her back out, you know what I mean? But guess what, that five seconds, that five minutes of sex did not Take away the pain that she felt from having her fat son killed. Stop laughing, Courtney. You see what I'm saying? It's it's you, this is real. You know what I'm saying? I know Courtney's over there laughing. She's trying to hold it, but you see what I'm saying? This, this is real. You won't be able to escape with some type of temporary sense of euphoria. Did you see Monsters Ball, Courtney? Yeah, I saw <laughs> it. You know what I'm
4: saying? I'm
0: just I'm just being honest. I'm trying to make it as relatable as possible because I think a lot of times people, you know, they separate the word from the world as if they're unrelated. When in fact, it the word is the world. It you know what I mean? it totally a hundred percent explains the world. So this is crazy. It has, we haven't even read anything yet because it's about to get crazy right here. It says where we at Uh, Oh man New wine No olive oil Calves Lambs And you will starve to death They will attack your cities Until all the fortified walls in your land The walls you trusted to protect you Are knocked down They will attack all the towns in the land uh, In the land the Lord your God has given you This is crazy And he specifies it By saying They will attack your cities Until the fortified walls If you guys look at Historically You know When you have a fortified wall That means that wall is protected It's not just a regular wall It's a fortified wall It says the wall you trusted The wall you put there specifically To protect you Will be the same wall That gets knocked down And they will attack All the towns in the land Your God has given you And they'll ultimately destroy you the people you trust most will will destroy will will betray you. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? But again, it's not. Somebody says, "Well, no, it's not fair." It's not about it being fair. It's about everything that we're talking about tonight. What are you going to do to avoid it from happening to you? That's that's the question. And we'll, we'll we'll you know we'll revisit exactly just so y'all because this is scary stuff right here. But we will revisit. In case you guys are freaked out, the same way I was freaked out when I read it the first time. we'll talk about, you know, you don't have to have this be your future. All right? It says, the siege and terrible distress of the enemy's attack will be so severe that you will, this is, this is amazing. Yo, just brace yourselves here. It says it's going to be so severe that you will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters, whom the Lord your God has given you. The pe- the kids that you view as blessings, it says God's the only person that can give you blessings. The Lord your God has given you those same sons and daughters. It says you will eat the- their flesh because the siege and distress of the enemy's attack will be so severe. Is there anything more terrifying than that? Eating your kids? No,
1: that's, that's crazy. Wow,
0: that's crazy. It says here, <clears throat> it says, wow, what can make you want? You see that? See with me, that's that's the whole problem here. I mean, this is just a curse. I'm about to blow your mind. God just showed me that. He just told me to tell you all this because I didn't even think about this before. But this is just these are this is actually nothing, believe it or not this is this is just we talked before about punishments, and now we're only talking about curses. Imagine what hell is like I mean is that I mean think about it we're not even talking about hell. this is when you're still living. This is just here on the earth. Can you imagine what actual hell is like spending eternal eternity? You know, in, in hell, eternal damnation I mean, it's gotta be
1: Worse than this, right? Wow, as soon as you said that I just like froze completely mm-hmm. I, I did, <laughs> I like Just this, this still like, what Yeah,
0: wow So, and, and like I said I, I, All jokes aside, like that, I didn't even plan on saying that I didn't even think about that until That moment just now, I feel like God just told me To tell you all that, because that's that's what you got to look at it as. We're not even talking about hell. We're just talking about what your life is going to be like. You know what I mean? That's double hell.
2: <clears throat>
0: Jay-Z and them, they're, see, and just the I don't know if you guys saw the Run This Town video, you know, but these guys are weirdos, man. These guys, as crazy as it is, these guys worship and look forward to, the the time period, you know, that will take place after the second coming of Christ. Where it talks about the sun, the absence of the sun and all black everything, you know, when when just it'll be you know just craziness. It'll basically be hell on earth. That's what these guys look forward to. These guys are crazy. You know, if you look at the run this town video, like that's basically you know they're trying to paint a portrait. They 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 didn't even scratch the surface of what it's going to be like. <laughs> it's going to be a lot worse than the Run This Town video. I promise you that. You know, and so you really just got to pray for people who, at, at, according to the word, are on their way to hell. So you say, well, you don't. Somebody said you don't have a hell to put me in. Yeah, you're right. I don't. But the Bible is very descriptive about what it takes to get to heaven, and the type of people who will spend eternity in hell. It's, not, it's, it's very black or white. It's like if you do this, you're going to hell. If you do that, you're going to hell. It is what it is. So if you know people who are on their way to hell, you've got to pray for them and try to educate them because this is just a curse. So, wow, I mean, hell is ten times worse. But I was, was going to say that I can't even imagine anything as bad that would make me want to eat my children. I have a daughter, and I'm about to have a son. It says here that the siege and the terrible distress of the enemy's attack will be so severe that you will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters. I can't imagine anything that bad that would make me do that. <clears throat> That's the whole point. But the, the saddest thing about it is I'm, there are people out there right now, maybe even people listening to this show right now, who've been through things that are that bad They can't imagine Like I, nothing's happened to me That would even make me Even think along those lines But there are people who've been through some stuff Like on that level That's crazy And if you haven't you think I'm telling you right now Thank God right now that you haven't Because I know some people who, who've who killed people I know some people who have seen people killed right in front of them I, You know what I'm saying I know people who are in that life And you know, I know people who have Watch loved ones die from AIDS, and I mean all types of stuff that is just like the worst possible things I know people have experienced. So, and I mean this is this is the type of stuff that we're talking about here. So it's deep, it's deep. Um, what else, man? I don't know. I mean, we could just end it right there, as if that's not enough. I and mean, what could be worse than eating your own kids? A young woman earlier, she said, "Well, what is that? What's the generational curse?" This is it This is a generational curse All this stuff You know what I mean It says The most tender hearted man among you Will have no compassion for his own brother His beloved wife And his surviving children The most tender hearted man The most loving guy Will have no love for his brother His wife or his kids Wow Yo hold on I just caught something Courtney Did you catch something It says the most tenderhearted man among you will have no compassion for his own brother, his beloved wife, and his surviving children. Because remember, his other children, he just ate. So Mm. if the (laughs) children that he didn't eat happen to survive by some miracle, he'll still not even have compassion to them after he ate their siblings. How crazy is that?
1: Wow. That's crazy. I didn't catch it at first.
0: I yeah, I didn't catch it at first either. I was about to just keep moving, but I had to go back, and God showed me that. I was like, what? wait a minute, it says his surviving children. So imagine you have five kids, you eat two of them because every, everything that's going around you is so bad. Next thing you know, you, you don't even love your your surviving kids. People, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't understand, man. You know, Facebook is not more important than this. You know, nothing should be. Nothing should be able to cause you to take you away from the Lord when you fully see what this is and and you know what can ha, has the potential to happen to you by not following the Lord's word. Because again, just scrolling back up, it says specifically, and this is not for any other reason but this. It says, but if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey all his commands and decrees that I am giving to you you today, all these curses will come and overwhelm you. Everything that comes after that statement, everything we've talked about over the last hour will happen to you, will overwhelm you. That's crazy, isn't it, Courtney?
1: Yes, it is. I just want to go and read this again.
0: Oh, I would encourage it I would definitely encourage That's what I'm telling you Go back and read Leviticus about punishments Reread this about curses You know, listen to these shows I mean, just take your time With, with dating Take your time with everything And just chill A lot of the things that we do That brings upon sin Is only done Out of impatience And lack of faith you know, in trusting that God will provide the things that you have prayed for. You want love so you don't, you, it's not coming fast enough, so what do you do? You go to the club, you go on match.com, you know what I mean? You you start talking to this guy, you end up wanting it to move to that next level so you end up sleeping with him, and then, you know, that's even an even bigger thing. Now you got a soul tie, and you've, you're already in a generational curse. You're just making it worse, and it just goes downhill from from there. That's why you got to just trust and have faith, uh, what else to say here? So the most tender hearted man we just you know he, he eats his kids, okay um he will refuse to share with them <laughs> yo hold on man i I read this the first time this is the second time I'm reading this. this is he's talking about his brother, his wife, and his surviving kids. He will refuse to share with them the flesh that he's devouring the flesh of his own children because he has nothing else to eat during the siege and terrible distress that your enemy will inflict inflict on your own towns. I mean, how are you going to eat your kids and be selfish with the flesh? I mean, they're all starving. They're all so oppressed and distraught that they don't have anything else to eat but the flesh of their kids. But he's not even going to share it with them I mean I, You guys get it It's just, yeah, it's just crazy um, The most tender and delicate woman among you So delicate That she would not so much as touch the ground with her foot Will be selfish towards her husband Toward the husband she loves And towards her own son or daughter she won't even take care of her kids after she gives birth to them. She will hide from them after the birth. And the new baby she is just born so that she can herself secretly eat them. She will have nothing she will have nothing else to eat during this siege and terrible distress that your enemy will afflict on all your towns. So let's just picture this for a second. So newborn mom, or excuse me, a mom just gives birth to a newborn baby, like just gives birth to her. She ignores her and hides from the baby, right? And the reason for doing so is that so she can secretly eat the child. We're talking about generational curses. The only reason for doing this is because of the, it says, the terrible distress that your enemy will inflict on your towns. Well, why is the enemy inflicting these things on your towns? Because of your failing to follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. Because Jay-Z wants to make a mockery of God. Kanye West wants to call himself Jesus. Beyonce calls herself I Am. You guys wanting to play a Facebook game as opposed to read your Bible. It's all the same. It's all the same. There's no difference. Okay. It's you look at it as being the same before tonight.
1: No, I did not. Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. Let's. I mean, let's just let's dig deep into it. it. Says right here. A lot of people they say I don't want to listen to this man. I'm tuning out, man. That's cool. You tune out, but the word won't go away. Okay. It says right here. If you refuse to obey all the words of instructions that are written in this book, and if you do not fear the glorious and awesome name of the Lord your God, then the Lord will overwhelm you and your children with indescribable plagues. See, this is the thing about it. This is what we got to talk about as far as blasphemy, what you guys see from these celebrities that you look up to. Okay, that's the. It says. If you do not fear the glorious and awesome name, if that means if you uh, defame and defile the name of Jesus Christ. If you make a mockery or support those who do make a mockery, then that's where we get into the generational curses. It says it will overwhelm you and your children. What does that mean? What does that mean for everyday life? If you support Beyonce... If you support Barack Obama, who supports Beyonce, who supports Jay-Z, who does commercials for Barack Obama, you know see what I'm saying? It's all connected. If you support people who do not fear the glorious and awesome name of the Lord your God, then the Lord will overwhelm you and your children with indescribable plagues. Well, somebody says, well, that's not fair. No, it is fair because it gives you a blueprint on how to avoid it. It's not, his, it's not God's fault you choose to You know like Beyonce You know what I'm saying And follow Jay Z and support Kanye West You want to get me bodied And single ladies And all the satanic imagery that they put into You want to support that and take it into your spirit Well then your children will suffer for it. It says Indescribable plagues These plagues will be intense And without relief Making you miserable And unbearably sick He will afflict you with all the diseases of Egypt that you feared so much, and you will have no relief. The Lord will afflict you with every sickness and plague there is. It says, even those not even mentioned in this book of instruction until you are destroyed. So it says, look, everything that he said, that's going to happen to you. All right. Everything that we talked about tonight, it says that's going to happen as well as tons of other stuff that's not even mentioned, as if, I mean, what else could possibly be in here? What else could go wrong? It says, even those not mentioned in this book of instruction. That's what this is. That's what Deuteronomy is. That's what Leviticus is. It's the book of instruction. Now, meaning it tells you, it gives you a blueprint on what to do in order to be blessed and have, you know, your children blessed, But it also tells you what will happen to you if you do not, if you're not obedient. It says, until you are destroyed. Now it says here, talking about the Israelites, though you've become as numerous as the stars in the sky, few of you will be left because you would not listen to the Lord your God. Just as the well, man, this is unfortunate, because when you think of God, you think of Him as being this loving God, and you think of Him as, you know, being generous and bestowing blessings upon you, and, and which He will do and has done and will continue to do. But it says here in verse 63 that just as the Lord has found great pleasure in causing you to prosper and multiply, those are for people who are obedient. It says that the Lord will also find pleasure in destroying you. You will be torn from the land you're about to enter and occupy, for the Lord will scatter you among the nations from one end of the earth to the other. But can we stop there for a second? I mean, have you ever thought about God finding pleasure in destroying people?
1: No, I didn't. I just thought it was Satan that, you know, felt that way. Never thought of it being God.
0: Right. The Bible says that the the devil will roam around like a lion, looking for people to devour or people to destroy, which is very true. But the, the the difference between God and the devil is Satan is just roaming around; he's just doing it at 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 will, at you know, randomly, looking for people to destroy. God doesn't do that; he doesn't want to destroy anybody. He doesn't want Jay-Z to call himself Jehovah, which is making a mockery of the name Jehovah, which is the name of the Most High God. He doesn't want him to do that. But since these people choose, since Beyonce chooses to put satanic imagery in her music, since uh, uh, Kiki Palmer chooses to represent Satan in a satanic agenda, which is why she has her talk show, because she chooses to, we all have free will. Because all these celebrities, Eddie Murphy and who Charlie Murphy, because the producers of the boondocks decided it would be cool to come out with a mockery called Black Jesus, because people think it's okay to do these things, that's cool. It says the Lord will fight. just like they find pleasure in doing it. Like you look at these, you guys may have seen the picture of Kevin Hart and Trey Songz and Drake throwing up the 666 and laughing and laughing up, ha, ha, ha. They find pleasure in doing that stuff. It says the Lord will find pleasure in destroying you. You see what I'm saying? That's how it goes. It says you will be torn from the land you're about to enter and occupy. You'll basically be ripped out of paradise. You have a choice to go to heaven, but a lot of people choose to go to hell. God doesn't send you to hell. You choose to go to hell by not following the Lord's word. It says here that you will worship foreign gods that neither your ancestors have known God's made of wood and stone. There among you, excuse me, there among those nations, you will find no peace and no rest. And the Lord will cause your heart to tremble, your eyesight to fail, and your soul to despair. Your life will constantly hang in the balance. You will live night and day in fear, unsure if you will survive. A lot of, a lot of guys, you know, you got look at uh, suicide. You know, we look at. I mean, cause I, I mean, really, I, I've never been suicidal or anything like that. Um, but I mean, I, I've counseled people who have been suicidal, and you really got to look at the mentality. You got to look at, you know, what is going on that could cause someone to 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 you know what I'm saying to what is that bad that would cause them to just want to end their own life. Ever wondered that? You don't have to wonder anymore. Just look at look at Deuteronomy twenty-eight. There you have it. If you're living in this, if if whatever's going on in your life is so bad, like the Bible says, you want to eat your kids because of the distress. You're so hungry, you'll eat your own brother or sister or whoever because that's how hungry you are. You're that terrified. You know, you're that oppressed. Hey, well, look, I'm not going to eat my kids. I'm not going to, you know, do all this other stuff. I'm just going to go ahead and kill myself because I, I can't deal with it anymore. That's the, what, that's the mentality. That's what a generational curse will do. Look at the statistics for suicide and then look at, the. Uh, you know what I'm saying, look at everybody else who hasn't committed suicide but is thinking about commut- committing suicide. Look at Mich- Michelle A., or r and She was just saying Six months prior to The taping of the show She tried to kill herself You look at generational curses You look at what Deuteronomy says About generational curses Now it makes sense Now you can see why Some people are taking the easy way out Than having to deal with all of this Shoot, I'm not going to lie I probably would too if I had to. If I was faced with either Eat my son and my daughter You know Or kill myself Hey you know what I mean? I'm just saying, you gotta understand this is what's going on. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I I just thought of something as you were speaking, just about generational curses and then you mentioned Michelle and um, you know, how she thought about committing suicide and she said that her mother committed suicide and then she also said her grandmother, um Basically um, just She starved herself So she just stopped eating So what I'm saying is It was a pattern And you see it being passed down From generation to generation
0: mm. Wow it's, That's why that's Deep I remember her saying that I watched the first season You look at situations like that You look at situations like You know You're a single mom Your mom is a single mom You know what I'm saying? You look at your grandmom. You look at a lot of these these same types of situations. It's like, well, look, you know, it's the same thing. These are what we talk about as far as generational curses. It says here, let's finish it up because we're almost done. It says, uh, where are we at? And the Lord will cause your heart to tremble, your eyesight to fail, and your soul to despair. Your life will constantly hang in the balance. You will live... Night and day in fear, unsure if you were, will survive. In the morning, this is crazy right here, you will say, if only it were night. In the evening, you'll say, if only it were morning. Crazy right there. You're, basically, you're never going to be sad. It's only morning or nighttime. Is daytime or nighttime? It's saying in the morning you just it's gonna be so bad in the morning you're gonna wish that it was night. But then when it gets to be nighttime it's gonna be so bad you're gonna wish it was, that means you have no peace. Basically, imagine what hell is like. Seriously, I mean it's, it's, we're not even this is not even about hell. You know what I mean? It's just so just imagine what hell could possibly be like. It says then the Lord will send send you back to Egypt. After he delivered you from Egypt The slavery from Egypt And took you to the promised land Says he will take you back to Egypt To a destination I promised you You would never see again And there You will offer to sell Yourselves to your enemies as slaves But no one Will buy you How crazy is that Courtney
1: Wow Chapter, to
0: Just reading it, man. It said you. I mean, imagine it. I mean, as if slavery is not bad enough. But imagine what's going on. That's so bad. You're you're dying and really trying to sell yourself back as a slave, and they won't even take you back as a slave. And you have to endure. What's, I mean, like what's worse than slavery? Like go back and watch Roots. Go back and watch some of these slave sh- these uh, slave movies like Django and whatever else. You know, slavery is not good. But it's saying you whatever is going on, it would be worse than that. That you would want to be a slave, you'd be dying to be a slave, but nobody would buy you, and you'll have to go on doing and enduring. What else you know, is going on? So, again, young woman earlier she asked, "What are generational curses?" Well. Well, this, these are generational curses, but I guess, you know, I really just want to go back, you know, back to the beginning, you know, when we talked about blessings for obedience. You know, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands that I am giving you today, the Lord will set you high above the other nations of the world and you will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord. So that's really all. It is wherever you go and whatever you do. You will be blessed. You don't have to deal with all this. All this stuff. No one should. But you know what I mean? You you can just do what you got to do. It says here in Numbers 14, 18, The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. If you confess your sins, you're good. Okay? But when you take it to another level, when you take passion, when you take joy, you know, in, in sin, you know, that's where the generational curse is come into effect. Bible says in Hosea four six, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge i reject you from being a priest to me and since you have forgotten the law of your your god i will also forget your children so you know there and these are just a few you know i would just encourage you all to you know do your own research on you know generational curses you know on just just do your research, man, you know, get in the Word, read. That's all I did. And when you read, because I'm no different, I'm no better, I just read the Bible, that's it. When you read, you know, you will see stuff like this. God will talk to you, he'll show you things, he will make it applicable to your lives, and then you'll see what needs to be done, you'll see what needs to not be done, so that you can avoid all of the uncomfortable circumstances. This is the model, this is our motto here. Guys, know by now our motto of this show, our you know, Talbert Relationship Counseling, to help you guys avoid many of the uncomfortable circumstances and situations you often find yourselves in. What better way to help you avoid than to look at this stuff and to read it? Any thoughts on that? Because I do want to do a couple uh, I mentioned I would talk about a couple of these emotional availability pop quizzes. As if, to, as if this wasn't enough, though, for tonight, you know what I mean. Courtney, any last thoughts on on the uh, the curses for sin?
1: I Thought it was great because it's um, you know, this chapter you could do a lot of self reflection, you know, just by reading it and just looking back and just saying, you know, what happened when you disobeyed God, and so it's it's just great. It's great, and I think the good part about it is just knowing that. You know, you can be blessed and you don't have to be cursed forever You know, there is a lie at the end of the tunnel But you just have to obey God
0: Oh yeah, that's the whole point of it I think I'm just going, I'm going to do one I'm going to do this one that we did tonight um, And then we'll uh, wrap it up and we'll revisit the other ones From earlier in the week Because I mentioned, you know, this one is fresh in people's minds I posted an emotional availability pop quiz today Over in the Friends of the Data on Tolbert show group Check it out. Add yourselves if you haven't already. But it says, you're in church with your girlfriends one Sunday, and as you are leaving the service, a man walks up to you and introduces himself to you, uh, to you and your friends. He appears to be a complete gentleman. A few minutes into the conversation, he asks you uh, for your number. The only problem is that his charming personality reminds you of someone that you used to date in the past that hurt you. How do you respond? Courtney, this is a question that you came up with. What um, what inspired this question? Why did you phrase it the way you did? What would your, um, like, how would you handle it? I want to read some of these responses to it.
1: So that's a lot of questions. Uh, So I'll try to answer them. So uh, I'll just start first with with um, what inspired it. I have had something similar happen. Um, like I've met guys that were, you know, very charming, and I did phrase it a certain way because I just I could have said in the the question, you know, he introduced himself to me, but I said he introduced himself to me and my friends, and um, you know, just a very charming, you know, just a gentleman, um, but. I mean, I could relate to going back mentally to someone I used to date, you know, because I dated a lot of, you know, charmers and stuff like that. And so something like would go off in my head and be like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't deal with him because he kind of acts like so-and-so, so so I don't know if I should be dealing with him. So um, that's kind of what inspired it. But my answer to this question um, is that I'm not moving forward with the situation and I'm not giving him my number. And the reason being, I'm not saying that, you know, he's like my ex or like anyone from my past, but what's most important is the fact that I'm still affected by my past. So because I'm still affected, that means that I have some things I need to work on. So I don't need to be dating.
0: Now, I want to ask you something because I want to – I well, let me. we'll come back to you for a second because I want to read a couple of the – uh Of these responses Uh, Christy says I'm going to come back to this response also From a different perspective in a minute But she says If I'm interested Then I would give him my number I would give him a chance Instead of making the new guy Pay for the last guy that hurt me Uh, Tamika gives an answer That I actually enjoyed And agree with She says It's been a minute But let me give it a try I would give him my number As long as I'm not emotionally affected By that memory and have peace with it, no need making an old problem with an old guy a new problem with the new guy. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that that answer?
1: Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent i I agree with that, but the way i mean the way I phrased it, I said the only problem, so that meant that i was i- I found a problem with it, meaning I'm still affected by it. So, but no, I agree with what she just said, though. I agree with everything that she says. It's all about, you know, are you healed from it or are you still affected by it? That's just a question you have to ask yourself.
0: Oh, yeah, you definitely have to ask yourself that question. And I, I like the way she really thought about it because the way you phrased it, it's, it doesn't necessarily indicate that the person is affected by it. You realize that, right?
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. I see what you're because saying.
0: It's basically... All it basically says is it reminds you of of someone, you know. Like I could date somebody and be like, you know, oh, that she reminds me, but that doesn't. And I just okay, I just leave it at that as a memory. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm still affected by uh, by that memory. It just because here's the thing, and this is for everybody out there. I don't want you, you guys are not zombies. You're not. This isn't Men in Black. You know, you can't just erase your memory. If you've been hurt before, you're going to. You're not going to forget that hurt. You know what I mean? You know, you're not going to forget it. It doesn't go away. I shouldn't say it goes away, but you're not going to forget it. So, if somebody reminds you of something, like like uh Shavon, she said, you know, just run.
4: I mean, yeah, I mean,
0: typically, you know, I mean, but there's more that needs to. That's why I like Tamika's answer because she actually broke it down because you know, if as Courtney said, if you're still affected, then yeah, you need to run. But if it's just a memory that where the person reminds you—that's not necessarily bad. But the question is, are you affected by it? You know. Mm-hmm. And she says the most important thing is has made peace with it. If you've made peace with it, then it's all good. You know. And that's why she says she would give him uh, her number. What happens a lot of times is that not only do people not have, women do not have peace with it, but and they are but they're reminded of it. Of that bad situation, they deal. They give out the number, but then they scrutinize the new relationship and cause the new guy to pay for the sins of the the first guy. You know, they got cheated on. So when the guy, the new guy, goes into the shower, they, you know, she's checking his phone. I was dealing with this chick one time. I went into the shower and I came back out. I forgot, I forgot my my drawers, so I came out real quick. The chick is going through my phone. I'm like, yo, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, what you doing? You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I just came back. She was like creeping over. I, one time, another time, she's the same woman, psycho. I'm I'm in the shower. And you know, like, sometimes you can see out the shower. Like, you can, you, you, you like, see the, um, it's not, it's kind of blurry, but you can still see. I, like, peek. I saw her shadow. I see her, like, in the bathroom with me, but she's, like, trying to tiptoe because I, I took my phone in the bathroom with me. She's like trying to sneak, and she's like lifting up towels, trying to find where the phone is. I'm like, I'm just watching her, but that that came from a place of hurt, of mistrust, you know, from someone else that I had nothing to do with. So, you know, you you, you never want to. Every everybody deserves that clean slate. You agree with that, Courtney?
1: Yeah, I do.
0: Now. Something else that I wanted to touch on in regards to this, was, and this may seem minor to some, but with Christie's answer, not to put her on the spot, but I know she doesn't mind. Uh, she said, and this is very common, uh, it's a common mentality. I'm not even sure she meant it like this, but I want to touch on it anyway, because a lot of women do mean it this way and have this exact way of thinking, is that she said, actually, I'm going to read it to you. First of all, let me ask you, I touched on it. Do you think? Did you find anything wrong with her statement? Anything stand out more than others with, with you?
1: Uh, I can't recall it, so you're going to have to
0: read it. <laughs> I'll read it again. She says, her response was, if I'm interested, I would give him my number. i give him a chance instead of making the new guy pay for the last guy that hurt me. Yeah.
1: What's wrong um, with that answer? Uh, well, to me... Just being interested, that's not enough um, because you could still be interested in someone but still have, you know, still be affected by something in your past. So its it's got to be more than, oh, if, if I'm interested. You have to just be honest with yourself about just where you stand emotionally.
0: That, that's very true. Oh. That's a very true statement, you know, although that's not what I was referring to, but that's a very, oh, okay. I mean. Oh, keep going. <laughs> No, no, but that's a true statement. You know, as, it's, if I'm interested, here's one of the things that we talk about on a regular basis, but more importantly, through private one-on-one sessions that I do, and that Courtney does, and that Oshil does, is, ladies, you, we as men, and we talk about this a lot. I don't want. I want to say this in the right way. You are not the prize. Okay. We are not chasing you, which is not to say that you are chasing us, but we surely are not chasing you. That's not how this is set up. And we talk about, we use the analogy of the men being the hunter. When you are hunting, you're not chasing one deer, one rabbit, you know, one whatever. You know, you're a hunter. You're out there. You find what you find. Okay? she. A lot of women have given themselves a false sense of security, a false sense of pride, and thinking that these men have something to prove to them. And one of the problem that I was hoping that Courtney would touch on, and I know a lot of people out there missed, was where she said, I would give him a chance. That's uh. like me going on an interview and saying, the recruiter, or I'm, I'm going to give the recruiter a chance by them hiring me. No, 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 no. If they hire me, they are giving me a chance. I'm not giving the recruiter a chance. The deer isn't giving the hunter a chance to kill him. You know what I'm saying? No, no, we are giving you a chance, ladies. You have to prove to us that you are worthy of being a wife. The Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains the favor of God. You have to show us. That you are that good thing Worthy of me saying That I've achieved the favor You see Once you do that Then and only then Is when I will give you The the benefit You know Of that favor By giving you the great life That You know what I'm saying That that, that God has, will bless us with But there are things That you have to do To show us that, that does, That's not a prerequisite There's nothing that you As women have That will make us say Wow I have to chase you Or, please give me a chance. And a lot of women, I know it seems minor. I know it may have gone over some people's heads. You might have overlooked it. But this is not minor. Because the mentality that exists in the dating world, I talk to men. Women are going out on men. Like you look at Chili. And, you know, if you guys watched her show, what Chili wants. She was trying. She would even say things like, oh, I'm going to give him a chance. Mm -hmm. Uh, He don't deserve a shot. What do you mean? You're 50, you know what I'm saying, Try, trying to find love. It's not you're going to give me a chance as if you're some type of prize, you're some type of catch. These men are not pressed. Ladies, whoever you are, you got to understand these men are not pressed to deal with you. Now, if you show yourself to be worthy and you show yourself to be a blessing, then, yeah, then we can have a mutually beneficial Courtship and a mutually beneficial Relationship You know what I'm saying but don't think ladies That because of your looks Because of what's between your Legs because of anything like That that we have to Chase you or that we nowhere in the Bible Does it say that nowhere And funny thing is I hear women saying Well I'm old school what do you mean you're old school Even old school these men Were not pressed Men, it, it's just that the women did a better job then of showing themselves to be worthy and showing themselves to be a worthy catch and a blessing that would make a man say, "I have achieved the favor of God by finding you." That was just more apparent back in the day. But that even back then, if a woman wasn't about nothing, these men were still not pressed. So I know, like I said, I know it seems minor. But she said, I would give him a chance. No, no, no. He will give you a chance if you are worthy. Do you see the difference between the two?
1: Yes, I do now. Thanks for um, clarifying that because that went completely over my head. I wasn't even looking at it. No oh, I mean, way. oh,
0: I know, clearly. They all hurt. Heard... No, I'm just playing with you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> you know I mean? But seriously though <laughs> No I gotta give Courtney a card. But listen to what Courtney said Courtney we talk about this stuff every day Courtney knows all it's just, You see him listen to the things that she says You feel what I'm saying You guys Because it, it's all about being humble I mean it's about being humble That's it Because when you have a mentality Where your stuff don't stink And these men have something to prove to you That's not a humble way of thinking That's not a submissive mindset no one's going to look at you and be like, wow, she has the type of personality of, of you know what I'm saying, someone I can really you know, get to know on a different level that can be a blessing to me in my life. If I'm constantly having to prove myself to you, that's not. The Bible says when you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desire of your heart. What happens is a lot of times women have been so hurt by their the guys in their past that they have this wall up so high that they feel like, well, so-and-so wasn't about nothing, so you got to prove to me that you're better than my ex. Well, that's emotional unavailability right now, right there, which is going to cause you to only attract the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, and the players anyway. So, you know what I mean? Don't even look at it like that. And if you are looking at it like that, you should expect the type of guys that you're going to attract. You Remember, you can't be blessed with love if you're emotionally unavailable. You know, in fact, you're only going to attract the weirdos, so don't lose that false sense of pride. There's nothing special about you and i'm and i don't I don't mean that in a bad way, you know what I mean like but when you take yourself off the pedestal, men will see what's actually special in you. That's the thing about it. You're all special in some way, but when you put yourself out there like you're special, you ain't special. You see, you're, everyone is unspecial until you show yourself to be special. Some of y'all are thinking you're special, and you ain't even done nothing. You know, you say, oh, you, I'm going to give him a chance. Yeah, I, I was. I remember one time back in the day I met this woman. I was like, yo, I was on that other stuff. I was like, yo, excuse me, I just want to tell you something. This was just straight cap up. I had no intention of taking it seriously. Whatsoever. I said, yo, come here, can I tell you something real quick? I said, I just want to tell you, you are so beautiful. I said, you know, and I, you know, I, I, y'all know what it was. Like, right after that, you know, she was just putty in my hands because I just let that wall down, gave her the ultimate compliment because she clearly had no self-esteem for herself, you know. Uh, and so I, I said, I just want to tell you, you're really beautiful. I said, what's up, man? Let me let me call you something. I said, matter of fact, why don't you call me something? So at a certain point, I stopped asking for nothing. You don't ask. And that's just an OG player tip right here for the fellas, fellas. Stop asking these women for their numbers. Just don't be, don't even ask them. Just be like, look, call me sometime. Here's my card. You'll put my number in your phone. Just hit me up sometime when you get a, mo- a minute. Watch how fast they call you, right? But that's don't you know? But y'all don't even worry about. It. That's just some other stuff, bro. That's just that's on the house tonight. Um, but the key to it is, you know what I'm saying? Is I lost my whole train of thought. But y'all get my what I'm saying though. Okay, a lot of times these women, oh, that's what it was, I'm sorry. So I I said that to her. I was like, look, hit me up sometime. And then she was like, okay, yeah, all right, cool, I'll give you a shot. I'm like, what? I said, you're a freaking hoe. Like, what are you talking about? Give me a <laughs> shot. You're sitting here with your boobs out. Like, what do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, you're you're clearly a freak. Like, I'm not even, what do you mean? I don't want a shot. You know, but that's how insecure she was that she had, Embedded and clearly, that's why I didn't even ask her for a number. I was just giving her my number and could care less whether she called me or not. But she was like, oh, okay, yeah, I will give you a chance. I give you, I give you a shot. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, she said I might call you. I might give you a chance. I'm like, okay, oh my, like, oh really? Okay. I was like, yeah, right. And then just kind of kept it moving. I'm like, all right, well, look, you have a good day, all right. And then surely is, you know, I'm standing here right now. She hit me up that same night. I'll let y'all use your imaginations as to what transpired afterwards. So all I'm saying is, don't don't have that false sense of pride because it'll only get lead you one place. Humility is the the most sexiest trait a woman can bring to the table. All right, Courtney. Any last thoughts on that? Any last words of wisdom for the people?
1: Uh I just wanted to say I enjoyed being on the show as usual. Um, But I just wanted to give a message to the ladies um, just about, you know, being found um, by an elite man. I just want to ask the ladies just to be patient and don't try to, um, you know, refrain from, you know, trying to rush the process. Just let everything happen naturally. Even if things don't happen as fast as you would like to, God always comes on time, and you just have to trust him. Don't think that you can do it yourself. I tried to think I could do it myself, and it didn't work out. So um, just stay faithful, and he'll work everything out.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. That's great advice, guys. I, I thank you for listening tonight. Uh, one thing that I would leave you with is, you know, is just going back for a second, you know, when you're whether it's dating, whether it's, um how you're living your life in other areas, just understand that everything you do will affect you everything that you do will affect your you know your children your offspring your you know your your kids your 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 grandchildren it will it will affect you know generational curses are real if you you did not think that they were real, you find them to be unfair like the young woman from earlier. I would just encourage you you know read the word um and and and, and embrace or i should say embrace it you know understand what it's saying but also understand how to avoid it. You know, continue to pray, continue to be faithful. Um don't let whatever happens um get you down. You know, you were you no matter what's going on, you're still always the head and never the tail. And um as as the word says and uh if you want to schedule that free uh spiritual fitness analysis, you want to get your weight up, uh definitely contact my man Oshel at uh, Osho at TRCToday.com. dot com, he's been doing them all week, and uh, and they haven't even we haven't really even started putting it out there like that, but definitely uh, hit him up, call me eight five five fifty five don Courtney as well, and um, you know that that's what that is, man. Um, tonight's show uh, is also sponsored by Talbert or excuse me, TRC Auto Sales. Uh, if you guys need a car, you're in the Philly, Jersey, Delaware area. We got a lot of new cars on the lot. BMWs, Dodge Durangos, uh, Acuras, you know, whatever you guys need, you know, reach out, just call 855-55-89 and, um, and just be blessed out there, guys, you know what I mean, be good, you know, to each other, you know, um, love your neighbor, it's not a cliche, you know, and just be happy, I'm not talking about the Pharrell type of happy and like all that, that gay stuff, but but actually just, you know what I'm saying, really be genuinely happy with the joy of the Lord Uh, With enthusiasm you know, And you will have peace And you will be blessed in everything that you do So thank you guys for listening in tonight On a Friday night for three hours I appreciate it My wife and daughter just got home so I'm good I'm not sleeping on the couch tonight You know what I'm saying So that's a blessing I told y'all I'm blessed (laughs) in everything that I do It's like no all jokes aside I appreciate y'all for listening We'll be back next week with some more live shows In the meantime Tune in tomorrow and Sunday for some classic rebroadcast. Thank you, and I'll see you all next time. Peace.